Ladies and gentlemen, to the We Speak English Good podcast on a high mic. On today's discussion panel, we got Timmy Vibes, Danny Dread, my man off beat. That's MC right, off beat. By the way, it's in the house. Today's special guest is AK. Without further ado, your host with the most from the West Coast with sweats, Mike Bird House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's been a, it's been quite a break. We've been uh, a little on a little hiatus for uh, about a month. Caleb had to wash his vagina. That's right. Typical. <laughs> typical. Typical. Yep. Typical. Mint. Tibia. Shit is mint. <laughs> it does smell <laughs> really good, actually. <laughs> 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 he went ahead. He got the anal Ooh. bleach yep. and. Uh, I have to say, it glistens in the sunlight. Thanks, Damn. man. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm trying you to make it match my skin color. A little too close. Oh my god! <laughs> Look at homophobe fucking <laughs> off over here. Oh, I only had fucking. Uh, uh, do you believe in love? Oh you know, man, I, no, I, I got that. this. Oh, sure, I you ready for this? <laughs> this is how we're opening the show, folks. Straight off, straight off beat. Okay. Um, anyways, we uh, we took a little. God damn it! We took a little break, and um, we uh, in the meantime we've been releasing shows. If you guys haven't noticed, which by this time we've been releasing for a long time, we've had shows backlogged. So um, now we're they're on iTunes, and they're actually it's it's growing exponentially, which I did not expect. Um, our YouTube hits weren't that great, but. <laughs> Uh, as soon as we hit iTunes and stuff, things started to change. So thank you very much for listening, Chicago. I don't know why Chicago is into oh, it. You got some hits in Chicago? Lots of hits in Chicago Whoa. and Germany. That black dick. Uh, <laughs> that black dick. <laughs> that black dick we talking the about. Southside Chicago. Southside dick. Boom. Uh, ah. Anyways. Germany. Huge Latino community in Chicago. And so Germany. That's, that's what it and is. And Germany as well. Yeah. Um, Latin kings. Timmy knows. We, um, He's been there. Yeah, so... <laughs> Well, yeah, Timmy. Long time. Oh, yeah. Timmy, Timmy, fucking thank you very much for coming on. It, the elusive Timmy. You might have remembered him from... You're what? welcome. You can keep the mic up to your mouth. You don't have to, like, push it away <laughs> each time. It didn't, like... Anyways, thank you. Um, last time you were on, it was the Vancast, mm-hmm. right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Andretti, you haven't been on uh, since, since your episode. I think. Yeah, you were on the second episode. Yeah, so, Andretti yeah. came back to... Uh, to us, by us, for us, um, and of course, um, offbeat. He's <laughs> been he's been blowing up my phone. Like, where's my invite? Where's my That's invite? Right. He's like, this is bullshit. He's like, fucking mad. I'm like an integral part to the show. Sending bomb threats to fucking my work <laughs> and shit. Like, yeah. I'm fucked up. Fuck? Wrong time, uh, man. Wrong timing for all of that. Right? <laughs> but it's been quite a month. Um, yeah, uh, it's been quite a month. We. Uh, 
Oh, I just wanted to say this. So, like I was saying, we're on iTunes now, so go ahead, subscribe. Uh, go ahead, uh, email us at wespeakenglishgood at uh, gmail.com. And um, I just wanted to bring up something. Um, concrete Project. Oh, it's just done. It's done. R.I.P. 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 We're calling it a day. We're uh, calling all of our, uh, we're taking all of our material, we're trashing it. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna start over. Yeah, because that's what thirty year olds do. Just <laughs> <laughs> have so much time to fucking start over. In life. <laughs> yeah, it's like a new uh, beginning. There, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, a, yeah. A new new beginning yeah. too. Hey, this people is turn into butterflies at different time in their life. It's true, man. man. And here we are. Or go yeah. back into the cocoon. Which, Either. Which which I'm not opposed to any of that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I already live in a cocoon and. Um, yeah, so um, I was just uh, I just wanted to bring that up because when w our last show was at Winston, no, it was at the uh, was, was at the Marrow, the Marrow, the Marrow, and yeah. it was a uh, it was a cool show. Well, uh, it was a hip hop show, and uh, we were able to say bye, and you know, there's it, it something nice about starting over and wiping the slate clean. Um, I don't think we decided on a name yet. Well, what what no. makes it a start over? Like, Same did you guys, guys lose or people or? Well, we're gonna. Well, well, Timmy in the well yeah. Well, still? no, we. No, oh, not it's Timmy. like a rebirth. By the way, Tim, rebirth you're not the band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the rebirth <laughs> of Slick. Right. No, uh, yeah, that's pretty much why. Everyone's coming to tour. You're dead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got too Hollywood on us. Um, as soon as you. Uh, as soon as you hit the stage with those Jamaicans, you're just. You're just like no way, man. No way. No, but uh, I just wanted to address that because uh, Cody wanted <laughs> you to write like a twenty-page essay. He wanted me like a write a goodbye for Facebook <laughs> and all oh that yeah. shit. I was like, I just want to write off to the sunset, like, like you know, like a like cowboy. Peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. more like um, Texas the Walker. End. Oh, yeah. like Norris. Uh, yeah, like more like Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris. Yeah, Walker, yeah. Texas oh, Ranger. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so fuck you, Concrete Project. I, I heard those guys suck anyways. True. I didn't really uh, like them. True. I didn't yeah. like them. They're yeah. keyboardists. The keyboardist is a fucking... <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. It takes, he takes longer than the drummer to set up. So, yeah. you know, if the keyboard player is taking longer than the drummer... He's going to put his face paint on shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of weird. It's a fucking cunt. So, yeah. So, well, uh, yeah, we just wanted to we just wanted to bring that up and let you guys know we're on iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever you get your iTunes or your podcast. Um, did you want to do like I was gonna do the sponsor? I know you wanted to do like uh, dates and stuff like that later, but yeah, no sponsor. We'll do that with the you motherfucker. We gotta get into conversing right now. Man. Okay, who Let's wants to do hear this. that bullshit? <laughs> Hold on, let me see. Hold straight on, I loaded commercial? something new. I know, for oh, real. No. Intro to show, straight to commercial? I Not loaded something new. Hold on, hold on. Shit. No! Uh, That's the wrong one. one. The raining man thing again. No, no, no. This is, this is just for you. I'm going to tell you one motherfucking thing. My name is Keith Morgan. I'm coming after you. <laughs> That's it. That was wrong. Fucking up, man. Yeah. This whole thing, you know what, man? I spent like 20 minutes doing this, so none of it is right. <laughs> 20 minutes didn't work. All right, well, yeah, fuck this. Let's bring right, on let's AK. Yeah. Boom, boom. Finally, the show starts, man. Let's 
talk to let's talk to the holy AK. That was an awkward tension. First terrible tension. That was bad. Fuck you, Abi. Fuck wanted to hear about the concrete project. What the fuck Not was that? What's the name of the new group? Uh, what is it? We don't have a name yet. Oh, okay. We'll put some names out. We're gonna let the yeah. Um, brainstorm. Yeah. Whoa. But enough about those guys. The elotes. The elotes. The elotes. Pinche cabrones. <laughs> Are you on camera there, buddy? He's there. Sure hope yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. There. Oh, there he's he is. There. I see he, him. He's in there when he He's right up. there, guys. In case you can't see him. Here. There he is. Tim, get in the limelight, bro. Come on. <laughs> Why are you vibing out on us, bro? No, we're good. I want we're AK good. to get his space. You know? All right. Mr. AK, <laughs> thank you very much for stopping through. I appreciate it. Uh, you're fresh off tour with actually these two guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. I, I'm bummed to hear you guys announce the concrete project thing gone. Not me. Oh, I, I enjoyed <laughs> it. Yeah, because it was your idea. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, thank uh, you. He's trying to get as many people on board as he can. Right? <laughs> yeah, that, that conversation was like, I just want to write music with intent. Yeah. And intent. And he was drunk off his ass. And I was. he just kept on saying intent. <laughs> Some of the best ideas come out that way. Yeah. yeah. Hitler. It, <laughs> you think Hitler just went on like Hitler a fucking twenty was, year nah, he was bender? Meth at that time. Oh man, yeah, that's right. he was all. I think, like, he just I think got like really drunk and decided to hit Jews. Sure, yeah. it was a combination of that and the chlamydia that was eaten at his brain. Well, artist, yeah. man. well, you know, yeah. what was you know what's interesting is that um, Hitler was actually really good with the economy of Germany, and that's kind of how he swayed, uh, persuaded like all those people, uh, and he blamed everything on the Jews, but he actually did turn the economy back around because when the great depression happened he um like world it hit war everyone one. world war one happened hey i get right. the uh, feeling the population control had something to do with that though <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, stealing other people's was, shit he really did probably he, has something to happen germany um came out of the depression way before a lot of other countries uh before world war ii because world war ii was what kind of got the united states out of uh the depression oh, and for sure germany was hitting it hard bef well before that and that's kind of how he was gaining a lot of powers because he was uh you know pulling people pulling his country up and also pushing the jews down um so that is uh that's yeah, a little history right lesson you're sounding kind of <laughs> pro-hitler right now bro <laughs> yeah, well no no can you say something bad about him? Where's I've never heard anybody say something about him. There's not one though. bad thing I can think about Hitler. Where's the Where's this oh, podcast no, going? What the fuck? Well, well I was just trying to German. say... I don't even know how... There's a, there's a lot of Jewish people in Chicago, bro. You should be uh, easy on the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't support Hitler, but you gotta, you gotta expect it. You gotta respect his economics and his rise to... I mean, look at he almost took over shit. Hitler's uh, a dick. I mean, yeah, yeah. I agree. Hitler yeah. is a dick. <laughs> yeah. He's that time yeah. in. <laughs> They did put him on Time magazine though during his like high He did, rate. exactly. Yeah, he got man of the year. Exactly. Wow. He was at yeah. one point man of the year. So That's you can't crazy. fucking yeah. I mean well, you go I mean it's just jail. the impact, you know, of fucking being the whether it's wrong or right and yeah. almost taking over the world. I mean, you need you, you deserve a magazine man of the cover. Year. <laughs> 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 you deserve to be a time actor. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. Kind of man of the yeah. year. Um, yeah, I heard this thing where he was. They were saying that he um, he used to get so into his speeches that he used to like orgasm. 
don't nice. know if that's true. Mm. But like, if you see him, he's like really. Bah, 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 bah. And like, I mean, all I can think now every time I see those things is like, is he like shooting loads in like, jars? I mean, that's. But that's how I think, of course. Sounds pretty vain. <laughs> Seems like he was pretty into himself. Yeah, I mean, if you, I mean, you gotta be if, if you're trying to, you know, lead all that. Um, you know, I wanted to make sure I brought up Lady Boys because uh, Danny could not stop talking about Lady Boys oh, before. Fuck <laughs> it. As I recall, I think it was you the whole time of the van ride. Lady Boy, this, Lady Boy, that. Why were we like, talking about Lady Boys? You brought it up. Why well, do bring it up, man? Exactly. No, what's well, up, man? Exactly. No, I can't remember why we were talking about like. No, it wasn't because fan. no. Oh, I think I was saying like some of those lady boys are actually kind of hot. Like if you oh, see wow. some of the, but like, if without you, knowing, if like, you didn't knowing. know yeah. that they had okay. dicks swinging before right. between their legs, like you see some of those pictures. Have you ever seen any lady boys like from like what is it Taiwanese lady boys? Like I feel one? like I could recognize them. I've been to Taiwan. Uh, yeah. Have you ever seen I them do. like on the street like waving? No, I just I saw a bunch of b boys, breakers on the corners out there. Big ups, Taiwan b boy scene. Oh, there's a b boy scene in Taiwan. Big time. Oh, dude, tell us about it. Why were you in Taiwan? Uh, Roots Covenant a few years back We did a two week tour out there uh, It was actually for the Ghost Fest mm. uh, It's kind of like Dia de los Muertos uh, Raising of the Dead festival Just like 24 hours parade Through the thing We got to meet the mayor and stuff Whoa. But yeah it was, it was funny Because uh, I, I used to break uh, I, I wish hearts. I didn't get such a dad bod Dad <laughs> <laughs> Dad break my hip. Are, are I, have, you a dad? I have seen AK yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, you are yeah. Yeah. kicking mics out of people's hands and shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice. A- AK, you kicked mics out of people's oh, hands? I was called out to do a flare. and He kicked the I had enough grandma yay in me to do it. Uh, not Forte. No, it was, no, was his partner. He, not was, the legend. he wasn't doing too much. It was, he was it was, just, uh, it was Forte's he was a hype, hype guy. man. He's oh, okay. going, yeah, yeah. And then he, <laughs> yeah. he didn't. He actually, I think he saved the night. He, got, he, got he maliciously uh, kicked. Well, I mean, how do you go into breakdancing? You got to do it violently. <laughs> <laughs> Move out of my way. I'm doing this. <laughs> oh, I, I used to. Oh, okay, okay. So that's where you're going there. It's like, I yeah. got a dad bod. I, I used to break yeah. dance. Well, I, uh, after like 10 grannies deep, uh, you're not really thinking about the dad bod or your butt <laughs> crack showing and yeah. kicking mics out of rapping Forte's hand. <laughs> <laughs> that dude is losing, a trip, Losing uh, flash drives <laughs> and shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rapid Forte? Forte Players Club, man. Do I grow up on that cat? Like, and you know, I'm from San Francisco, yeah. and my brother works in the city, so he says, "Man, I see Forte all the time. Hell like yeah. that dude, with dope fiend. Sometimes, man, he be yeah, in, yeah, in, in the fucking uh, the TL and the tenderloin, just being cracked out. <laughs> Hanging out. That's what I heard. I'm not. I'm. You know, <clears throat> believe I wish that. the best. I wish the best for everybody. But Me if too. you, if, he did kind of have a rapid jaw. Yeah. yeah, dude. I fucking talked to him. We did this. Sh- we were supposed to back him. SRP was supposed to. Back. Yeah, Danny yeah. was there. Oh, yeah. I was frying on shrooms. How do you back? Yeah, I didn't right. Reggae How band? do you do that? Well, <laughs> played you a Players Club like twelve yeah. times straight. <laughs> we had like he didn't even know who now, we were. It was amazing. Club. Like I, I walked up and like for some reason Skanky was like, "Talk to him, go talk to him." And I'm like, I'm frying on mushrooms and fucking like. I I I'm, he just is like uh he he has a pen like this and he starts going like this he's like all right so it's like my name is Forte oh, he gives you autographs <laughs> no no up he's like asking. all right just go ahead and play uh 
Just go ahead and play a uh, player. Uh, you guys out. can't see it right now, but <laughs> like he's yeah, he's yeah, definitely drawing he, like, like a football play or like a hieroglyphic. Something onto my fucking on my notebook, and he said, "Uh." He crossed all your shit and Danny out. Danny Dred's like, "Everybody, <laughs> just play A to G. <laughs> <laughs> we'll yeah. be cool." He's yeah. like, "A to G. Just go with it. Just go with it." Is what he said. And then so I, that's what I relayed back to everyone else because fucking you know rapping forte heads. Did the show go through? Oh yeah, that was like, amazing. Every what, rapper what did, you, in, uh, what did y'all play though? Porterville was there. For fucking uh, <laughs> Forte, a second to none. I was looking at the flyer. Oh, second to none was there. Yeah, they I killed remember it. them cats too. Spice One. Oh, Spice One. Yeah, that was actually a dope ass show. Spice One. Yeah, yeah. I actually party with Spice One. That show was insane. Yeah. Yeah. It was actually like six in the morning, but nice. So it wasn't that nice. Spice, Spice One, one eighty seven proof. That was that was yeah, one eighty seven. Yeah, that was America's Nightmare. Smoke him like a blunt. I was singing that to him, and he was like, "You're fucking huge." Like, yeah, he was, you were all like wasted, like. like How's he looking nowadays? Yeah. Spice One looking all right nowadays. He was good. Yeah, yeah. He had got shot like a couple years back. Like, yeah, I heard about that. Like he was like sleeping at his parents' house in the driveway, and then someone like shot him. Jesus, that's not funny. That's fucked up. Why was he sleeping at his parents' house in the driveway? He's oh, probably baby. fucking trying to get home. Yeah. Fast yeah. out. He's doing the right thing. The Everything's funny until it happens to you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? 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 Where, where was this? Where'd you guys... Uh, staring me down. <laughs> but he How is from you? the Bay Area, but he's a huge Cowboys fan. Uh, he's like all Cowboys. Oh, no shit. Yeah, decked out. And my homie's skanky, your homie. It was like Cowboys fans. So they were like, oh, fucking Cowboys. I fucking love like, you. Yeah. Raiders. Yeah. 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 Where was this? Where'd you guys... in the middle of California. I mean, Porterville. NFC yeah. least Sierra, the, the Pan, Pan American Ballroom is actually a pretty sick venue. It's dope, but it was like the in weirdest the fucking. fucking it was the but most there was a Korean liquor store like a half yes. a mile down the street, which, which is pretty which crazy. Which made it, which legitimized made it like Porterville. Home. Yeah, yeah. It like, it like ran by Koreans. Yeah. yeah, boom. And they were yeah. like, "Buy or get out. Buy or get out." Yeah. You buy. Hurry up and buy. Hurry up and buy. I always fuck up movie lines. God damn it. Hurry up and buy. We do Anyways, have a guest here, right? I know, I know. Yeah, we yeah. we uh, we digress. So this should have been the beginning of the show. Stop talking Don't worry about, about real, right? Well, I mean, <laughs> let's go back to Taiwan. Like, so how did you end up there? Like, who booked you? Like, how did you make connections to Taiwan? And how can I do that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, we honestly, we For just uh, we met the right people. We were in LA. We were doing some shows, and uh, my buddy. Uh, knew a cat that owned a, uh, you know, a restaurant. And he was working with him, s- something. It was one of those things where the guy was just like, "Yeah, I do a lot of big things in Taiwan, and I own a few T-Mobile stores here in LA, and we'd like you guys to come on." And there's been like 150 people that have, you know, tried to that audition for it, and we we're just not really happy. We need an American band to do the parade, nice. and we love you guys' music. So they were legit about it, man. They, you know, they really got on our case about being professional. So we just started a website. <laughs> you know, we got all our. <laughs> that's bio. when you started yeah. the website. <laughs> oh, that's that's what. Like, that means right. I get to go to Taiwan we for just, free. Yeah, we just. Got did you go to Taiwan packs. too? I did not, man. I didn't get my passport and shit together. Oh, yeah, for, yeah, you were supposed to though. Yeah, I called yeah. him. You're one passport away from. I called yeah. Timmy too. I got it, man. Yeah, I got Timmy it now. vibes. You too. Yeah, I did. At the time. At the time, though, <laughs> well, you did not. You just straight up denied. Were you Timmy? Like, Dredd? I, I don't straight think up. I can go. How did you feel man. when Timmy now denied you're going you, bro? To <laughs> oh, that is, yeah. he's used to it. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I'm used to it. Timmy Flake. Yeah, no, Timmy Flake. Not enough vibe. <laughs> <laughs> More flake than vibe. Oh, oh that's my soul. Damn. Comes out. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you one motherfucking thing. My name is Keith Wong. I'm coming after you. I grew up in Guam. 
It's a is that you? You got it. This got is it. just a mess. Just get some stickies for those right. things next time. <laughs> I used to. Well, so how was the ta- how was Taiwan? Because you guys do reggae music, right? Yeah, yeah, Are they yeah, real yeah. receptive to the to yeah, reggae they, music they, out there? They're receptive to it. Definitely. We played the one of the biggest festivals out there. Mm. We played about I want to say we were out there for two weeks. We played about eight or nine times. Oh Damn, shit! Man. That's, that's that is... a Deep fucking the, yeah. tour right there. All the shows were great, man. The last show just in Taiwan, or did you guys travel to neighboring yeah. cities? Or, we you know, stayed like, in oh, Keelung. Yeah, uh, we did a little bit of partying in Taipei, and the beaches, the beach cities. I honestly, I I was drinking heavy at the time, and <laughs> and to pronounce some of the names, pronounce some of the names, it was kind of kind of rough. So just just try. Yeah, like just menu just items. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I think food was great though. <laughs> food was great. Oh, took me a little s- second. But um, uh, back to the breakdance story. We played a uh, street festival, and they were breaking to our music, and I was so stuck by that. You know, I was like, man, that's that's awesome. So I went over, and I was like, dude, let's go check out the b-boy circle. And uh, this one guy comes up to us. He's like, come on, crap, crap, come on, crap. And I was like, <laughs> what does that mean? I, I looked over at my boy. I was like, does he mean clap? Oh. He's like, come on, crap. And I was like, crap. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, I loved it. We were all crap. Oh, clap. And so we all started clapping. And homeboy was getting down, though. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. and at the time, you had dreads, right? Yeah, I had long dreads. Yeah, I wasn't even going to mess with them, man. They, they were on another oh. level. They were on another level. I'm talking, I, I used to break dance when I was like, but these 13, are like small 14, Asian 15s, dudes, man. Yeah. Yo, like if fit, I train yeah. for like a week, man, I could probably yeah. break dance. Oh yeah, because <laughs> of my racial makeup and maybe DJ on the side. He is that petite yeah. that he could pull that off. That's all, dude. That's why Asians make the best break dancers, man. The petite and DJ, we got Ninjas, small, small hands, Ninjas. right? Well, like long fingers, small hands. So you know Ninjutsu. the records never skip. Yeah. And then like we can lift our own body weight, ninety pounds. And you look good in a dress. Whoa, <laughs> you are going to Taiwan. Uh, uh, Mikey's never going to leave that alone, ever. Well, you're the one who keeps bringing <laughs> yeah. yeah. it up. He brought it up. You're the one who keeps bringing it up. I can't even fucking get, get it out. Man. <laughs> Danny Dredd has like has found his uh, his his Mike, Mikey P. Zen. With, he's just like, he knows how to take me now. And a lot of times when you first meet me, like people are just like, I don't know what to even do with this person. Like this <laughs> in the beginning, yeah, like yeah, it gets weird. I met you at your drunk phase, so oh yeah, yeah so well, but you thought that was sweet. I thought it was funny as fuck. Yeah, yeah. I'm screaming <laughs> at people. Yeah, like, like your pain like, is yeah. my fucking entertainment. Oh, yeah, my raging uh, pain. Take it out on the kidneys. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> God, I used to love. Man, I miss drinking really badly. How how much do you miss drinking? He's Seriously. a non-alcoholic, by the way, people. Oh, Beck's oh. non-alcoholic. AK is oh. not the drinker he used to you be. You getting on this, Mark? No, fuck no. Uh, it still has alcohol in it. Oh, it doesn't. It has Does 0.5. it? Oh. It's like a two-day-old banana, bro. Yeah, I don't <laughs> fuck. <laughs> yeah, you get more out of the banana, I think. I just don't. I just don't fuck with it. I can't even take like I have echinacea drops. Sometimes I buy the wrong ones that are made from the ethanol alcohol, mm-hmm. and like psychologically, it dicks me over. And, you catch like, like a little buzz. You'll be at a bus stop. Uh, no, I won't even get. A, I won't even have a buzz. It just people. like it's a, it's a fifth of <laughs> <like an Asia. laughs> so I gotta get to that bus stop, baby. You gotta break dance for some change. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, um, no, it like on a physiological level, it fucking like fucks with my head. Like, yeah, big words. Okay. No, I just yeah, whatever. Normal words. He's just weird. Thirty years old. I fucking read a book. One, <laughs> just one. Oh, all right. Uh, <laughs> 
And uh, so you don't do mouthwash, <laughs> cough syrup. Yeah, green eggs and ham. Fucking. I, yeah, do you do that? Mouthwash, mouthwash, cough syrup. Oh, no, man. Soy sauce. Fish sauce. Soy sauce. Do fuck with soy sauce. Uh, has, there you go. Together, man. There's a lot of alcohol and soy Shut sauce, up. my brother. No, that's vinegar. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. Got you. <laughs> Might as well just start drinking again. Shit. <laughs> Fuck. I drink all kinds revert, of soy sauce. Revert back into a fucking slob. So fucking Taiwan. That's amazing. So yeah. what? So you just you guys just got off tour uh, with Johnny Clark and please name the rest of them because Johnny Clark. Uh, Tetrack, uh, Norris Reed, and of course Roots Covenant. I got to bring these guys back together. It was a reunion tour. It wasn't Salinas. Of. It wasn't Salinas. Uh, uh, the hacienda. The owner is Mike Hackett. He uh, had a thing for Danny Dread. And oh, yeah. uh, what, from uh, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> <laughs> like it's true. All right, dude. Yeah. Well, we fucking rocked the what's the pizza we place called? We play up called? there, Casa, Casa Sereno all Casa the time. Sereno's yeah, fucking uh, he's the shit. A homie. He's that actually the pizza joint y'all be smoking. Oh yeah, we yeah. we, we, we oh, yeah. went to the Mexican restaurant pizza, where the Banda bands play. It's even Scrap huger. And you can yeah. smoke weed there too. Yeah, and they have Damn. a sick video board. It's like way That's better. Sick. It's dope. Yeah. We ate there. Remember? Did you come with us that time? No, that was last time. Oh, Zena. Oh, yeah. We ate there when we stopped. The first stop in Salinas, right? Was oh, the, the pizza, pizza. That's where we play all the time. But that's a good pizza. Uh, we Thank ate you. at the Hacienda one time. We were up there. He, it treated us to breakfast and it was really oh nice yeah really, yeah uh, dude it's super great cool hospitality nice yeah people he... there are great you know everyone says Salinas is like a crazy violent town I mean I'm sure it is that's I mean, what I told Timmy well, yeah. before he left I was like yo I mean, cause the jail's there well, and well yeah solid as down the crazy road crazy essays and, and all that yeah, shit yeah it's, huh? it's, it's, it's there but it's here too you know oh that's it's true like, yeah yeah it's, in it's no matter where you go well, yeah, yeah. It's, there's, it's just around and my doppelganger's over there oh yeah did you see him as that yes he's really you cool you saw him again yes he's, he's really cool he's cooler than him He's calling bit, the mic, right? Yeah. He I'm says he wants to kill him. I'm like, yeah. fuck you, man. I don't want to kill him. I just want to dick punch him. It's oh, okay. It's big, a difference. Difference. big difference. Taking someone's life you know what, and dude, punching someone's dick. Has he showed you the picture? No, no. Oh, my God. It's, it's exactly the same height. <laughs> Like, dude, it's but like, he's fatter. Do you Wait, agree, though? Do you agree? Uh, what? I, well, you I agree that he's your job at like 3.30 in the morning one time. Not really, but, you know... He has the glasses and it's the five o'clock shadow. I'll give it to him. I'll give did it. you just get real insecure right now? Yes, he <laughs> 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 just started covering yeah, up. So cool. his hair. <laughs> Mikey P's double gag. Does, so does he act cool. like him? Or he's, he's like, he's actually like, he's a cool, nice guy, dude. And so he um, doesn't act like him. So yeah. Mikey P's double gag. <laughs> Can we get a straight big. answer out of Danny Dredd? He's he's yeah. really nice, cool guy. Who do you like? Who do you like better though? That's what you say about the fat chick. That's that's what you say about the fat chick, bro. She's What's really cool. She's got a great personality. Just come with me on this double date. <laughs> Don't you like to ride mopeds? Uh, he rides a Zep, uh, uh, Vespa. Does he? <laughs> yeah, that's sexy. Well, if you're going to ride a moped, might as well ride a Vespa. Yeah, yeah riding exactly. style. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Yeah. So, um, so how did you uh, how did you guys put this together? This uh, oh, man. How did this come to fruition? <clears throat> it, it was a lot, of, a lot of work. Well, the idea... I had had something brewing for Johnny Clark and... Uh, Buddy of mine, Matt Colbertson, he uh, just pretty much started uh, his, you know, entertainment company out of it. You know, he wanted to be partners right now. I'm not really financially to go into another business endeavor. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. 
But uh, Hits Upon Hits Entertainment, uh, he approached me at the gas station one day. Oh. And uh, he was like, hey, where's Danny Dread? And I looked at him and I said, well, <laughs> where's Danny Dread? That's what we uh, did. I was like, I, 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 I think he might have said it just because he didn't remember my name and he remembered, wow. you know, oh, of course, the like, legendary know Danny, Danny Dread. <laughs> yeah. Hey, where's Danny Dread? And I was just like, huh? Uh, what's going on, man? And he was just like, hey, you want. Want to start bringing artists again? Because I kind of went on a hiatus from bringing artists. Because yeah, because you've worked it's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah, we yeah yeah Timmy and uh, Danny Dread. We we used to bring Johnny Clark and we do some killer shows and we have a rapport from the past like I don't know seven years. Yeah, about seven that. years with him and wait he was always cool. I mean, he's one of those guys that can put you on a really good stage. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, if you bring Johnny Clark, you're going to be opening up, of course. You yeah. know, and we kind of had a knack for that so uh is that the right word yeah a knack for backing yeah artists yeah so yeah we started backing them and we thought that it would be beneficial which uh cd sales didn't prove but uh but uh it it was all a lot of fun it was a lot of fun and we actually got our name out to places that we couldn't do before right so So like it did work you know uh, this salinas thing wouldn't have happened if we didn't do all that work in the past so the guy was like, "Yeah, hey, we need the original Roots Covenant. I'm a big fan. I need Danny Dread there. I need Timmy Dread there. I need AK there. Timmy Dread? Timmy yeah. Dredd. You used to go by Timmy Dread? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Just, Timmy, you said uh, long luck, man. It's Timmy. I know that, Timmy but I didn't Flake. know he went by that. Yeah, Timmy oh. Dread. That's how I know. Timmy Dread. Or the pinchy. He, he, pinchy <laughs> Timmy. <laughs> Pinchy Tim. Yeah, fucking Tim. I like that one. Because so, you made it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so all the work it makes in you the feel good inside because he's just good, such a good guy. And, and he has pretty eyes. Yeah. You guys Just, can't man. see it at home. <laughs> Prettiest, <laughs> yeah. But he has Don't lock eyes, dude. Can't let go. In, man. Well, you, my mom remembered. Oh, you mean Timmy with the pretty eyes? <laughs> I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. This guy ruined <laughs> all my game through high school. Aww. Oh, we all went to high school no, together. No, no. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, you know. Well, I guess I was in high school. These guys were already out. No, yeah. I'd bring some chicks over. I met this guy when he was 16. And how old were you at the time? I had just graduated. 18. 18. Yeah. Oh. And he was still in high school, and we were you picking up high school. We girls were jamming too? together. Yeah. You picking up high school girls after you graduated? Nah, tell me the I truth, know. right? <laughs> <laughs> I can never yeah. tell you the truth. <laughs> no comment. He don't <laughs> don't cough if you picked up high school girls after high school. Blink once. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Oh, I know. Sorry. <laughs> and Timmy Dread will still do the you know random roundabout. Let's yeah. see what's going on. No. <laughs> just see, just see. Not at all. Nothing not wrong all. with seeing, man. Timmy Dredd's I got class. Let's we'll start bagging on. Let's yes, he does. Same. Let's start bagging on Danny yeah, Dredd. Yeah, Daddy Dredd. Um, bring it on. <laughs> 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 all right. You know, I met AK when he was 12 years old. Uh, him and his other buddy Andre, like, oh, Andre. cruising around. <laughs> These guys would roll to the parties, like. They see me, like, hey, what's up? We're going to the party on the bicycles. And shit, yeah. you know? <laughs> I was like, Dad, uh, at least they got a bike. I got to take a bus. I'm like, yeah. I'm like then uh, I was like 14 at the time. like, um, And that's how I pretty much met him. And then we just, you know. We, we I think we met, what, behind the canyon uh, Ralph's the, in the canyon the, the at the spot. school. Ah, <laughs> on yeah, the smoke spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah. I, I used to go and push, push herbs at the high school because I had an older brother that was. I'm not gonna throw them under the bus, but uh, I had some herbs, and I would always, uh, you know, I had high school buddies that were like, "Dude, you got to cruise over lunch break <laughs> in the quad, You'd get rid of all of it." So I'd like sneak into high school, and I think a lot of these guys thought I was in high school, mm. but I was in middle school at the time, and and then uh, I heard these guys were playing music, and they needed a keyboard player. And uh, imagine this guy clean shaven, 
bald, bald head, <laughs> khakis, chucks, white t-shirt. Oh yeah, dude. I mean, it, uh, you guys, if you guys have older brothers, you know, like you're, you're rolling. It's, oh yeah, you're getting yeah. hand-me-downs. Oh yeah. Rolling hard shirts yeah. is, 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 is <laughs> that was a style back in the day. Well, it was, it was. Yeah, I mean, like, was, uh, you go like to the, the play it against sports and get your like three shirts. For yeah, 10 the bucks. triple A's, three for oh, ten. Oh, the one with the big ass fucking collar. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. cardboard. Or just the tees, you yeah. know, the color yeah. tees and. Oh shit! You guys yeah. ever used to hire that crease right here in the middle? Yeah, like two side crease. Stick them under my mattress and shit, and then starch it, and then starch it. Yeah, try to make the pants stand up by themselves. It really fucking works. Yeah, yeah. The cheap way was keep keep your stuff under the mattress. Yeah, so is that what you said right now? Oh, sorry. You drunk off the fucking Bex right now, bro? Yeah, oh, yeah. Five, no. son. That's <laughs> no, going to your head. those drum monitors in my left ear, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm deaf. Well, so when you guys met, you guys are from South San Diego, yeah. right? Bonita? Like, we grew up in Bonita. Okay. Like, uh, but Paradise Hills is where I was, like, growing up, born. And this and was, what, mid-90s? Mid um, 98, 99? 80s. Song, uh, late 80s uh, when I moved to Bonita. No, okay. when we met. Oh, when we met was, like, probably 98. I was in ninth grade. So, so how was how was that scene back in the days, man? Um, like, was reggae really oh, yeah. hot I was at the time? It was growing, yeah. There I was, was a buzz to, around it. I was listening it. to Glenn Danzig and, and like, Roots. Yeah, and, like... Uh, Danny Dredd was definitely an interesting person then. He was yeah. really quiet. He was like Timmy Dredd now. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, Danny Dredd? I mean, no. Nah. Danny Dredd was When quiet, I met him, man. he was. This guy was wilding out. Wait, so you was <laughs> him, Dan, AK, you guys original, Roots Covenant? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then who's who's left from that group remaining that's not here right now? Um, Mike Moniz. Yeah, Mike, Mike Moniz. Moniz. Was, so it was a four piece. Yeah, I mean, uh, it was just. There's so many band members gone in and out of Roots Covenant. Yeah, man, and uh, all Travis of us. Lambert, who's original Stranger member, you know, and. He kind of helped us out because we need a guitar player, and he was playing guitar, but we need like a lead to get. Right. Yeah, Travis was playing keys. Too. He was playing keys before. And yeah. Later, we had yeah. a drummer after Michael. Mike left. Yanni. Uh, Yanni drum. He helped yeah. us. I get think I met Yanni, right? Yeah. Yeah, you met Yanni. Yeah, yeah. And he uh, really helped us because he had been playing for a long time. And he hit the drums really hard. He kind of helped us get better. Yeah, that wrist. Oh yeah, yeah, man. The hi-hat wrist. The, you know the hi hat. That's where I learned the the wrist. That's where I got the wrist. That's where I learned the wrist. Yeah. So we used to go to my mom's house. Literally, I, I I was the only one working like all through high school and shit. Like, cause my dad just this guy is always working. Yeah, if you <laughs> if you had a couple beers with this guy, he spent the night at his pad. He's waking you up at seven in the morning because his dad's making his work. Yeah, uh, <laughs> nice. He got some guys, got some hands around. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, I was always working through high school. But uh, so I was able to fund the parties, you know, a little bit nice. by kegs and weed and shit. Yeah, but um, you're the party house. Oh, and rehearsal that, slash to, party house. My dad was a musician, so he had a lot of the equipment in the garage already, sound and all yeah, that all stuff. So yeah. did Roots Covenant play at the time? At, at yeah, yeah, that's where we, we called it. The shack. We practiced at AKs later on, you know, because mm. kind of gave my pad a break because I had a little right. nephew, my sister, and, and we were booze. a mess. Yeah, <laughs> we had yeah. kick parties in the. Sh- we had a little like greenhouse that we converted to like a little shed shack. You know, we called it the shack and. Um, this guy used to do tree trimming around my house. He's like, hey, Paul. Oh, what's, what's, what's his name? Danny. His name was Danny, too. Danny. Danny you know, Trips. Hey, no, but he's like a... Marlboro like Reds all day. He's a kid. Yeah, he's doing kind of all like kinds a, of crazy no work. Kind of, he's like an ex-meth addict, but he was a, he cleaned up our yard like a motherfucker. Nice. You know, and uh, he had a big property, kind of, you know, yards of Bonita. Like, the, not next... The houses are all separated, so... 
Had He'd be loud, time. you know, and we used to have big parties. My family's uh, my dad was a musician, so we used to throw huge parties. So like, this is like the beginning, beginning of Roots. Yeah, Covenant. so yeah, we all got together. We used to jam at our other friend's house, like uh, 2001, 2001. Around then, we just yeah. graduated high school, and then mm. I met Timmy like around 12th, 11th grade, and then I knew his yeah. brother before that. You know, he used to party with his brother, and basically, like he knew he played guitar, and then I'm like, I play bass. You know, I'm trying to get a band. I was trying to get a band together in high school, but then. Our friend Mike was just into punk rock, and then later on he's like, oh, I'm ready to play some reggae, you know? And we just got together like friends and just jamming out, you know? And an AK would come through and like just kick it and play piano here and there or whatever. And uh, Timmy Dredd taught me how to play the keys. Yeah, he showed chords, him how to yeah. do a little bit of keys. Uh, and then sweet. He's really musically <laughs> He was inclined. our first keyboard player. Yeah. T-Lam would sit in on yeah, like a song guitar yeah. or two at the house yeah. parties, yeah. Mm. But um, basically my mom's house became like the spot where we, this guy pulled me aside he's like, hey, you need to have like this would be your jam spot, and then like this would be your spot for your, like apartment for your chicks or whatever, mm. you know. And I'm like, okay, cool. I kind of thought about it, and then I told my dad, I'm like, hey, can we practice there? Because he was kicking us out of the garage. We're in the backyard freezing, yeah, playing because we wanted to practice Little still. Winter. And my dad kicks us out of the garage. He's like, I got a, I got a gig, man. I got a room. <laughs> I got money coming in. You right, guys right, got, right, right. You know, so I got to use my shit. And he, um, so we're like in the backyard freezing our ass off. My dad's like looking. He's like. Shit, you know, and he's like, all right, use the shed, you know, whatever. And so it was really tight, but we made it work. Your dad has always been real supportive. Yeah, he always kind of supported us. He let us use tight, his equipment, dude. you know. And, does um, your dad still play? Yeah, he still does. You know, he's uh, we're trying to work on his own little recording right now. He's uh, retired now. So what kind, what uh, kind of genre is your your dad? Playing? Um, well, when I was growing up, they're playing like top forty, like Rick James. Like, he had a horn yeah. section, full band. Yeah. Like they're playing top 40, 80 mm. stuff, and then. He's doing Latin stuff. He actually uh, put out a couple singles too on nice, a seven inch. On oh, vinyl. your dad, your dad but was a musician too, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Those hooligans, right? Yep, yeah. Oh, my dad. Uh, he's in the Fender book. What oh, Fender book? Fender guitar book. History of Fender. Oh, for real? My my tío, he uh, he really pioneered Fender for Mexico. Oh, uh, nice. They they were signed to Columbia. They they were in movies. I mean, those in the sixties, man, they were big. The hooligans, like Los hooligans, Los yeah. Hooligans. There's there's like four bands that came out of Mexico City, and it was like the record labels labels found out that like you know there was something going on, and there a lot of people were like covering rock songs from the U.S. and translating them, and then uh, they right. kind of found a niche for that to collect royalties because you're translating it and you're kind of changing the words a little right, bit right. using kind of some of the similar melodies and the, sh the stuff was just blowing up all over the world man so right. like my dad's big in Europe and big in South America still, still. yeah still my dad's 76 does he, does he still nice. uh, do that yeah yeah he had a couple weeks ago he went to Mexico City and he just got his handprints it's like the Hall of Fame <laughs> that's oh, what that sorry, man. Hey, his dad's like oh, the yeah. most interesting man in the world nice. <laughs> like the he's real owned, the no, he's he's owned horses yeah. um, raced horses race horses in Del Mar like he was sick. you know he owned them and then got the jockeys and all mm. that he has his fucking PhD was a veterinarian. What? Oh, veterinarian. Damn. He started, he ran the first Nestle factory in Mexico. No shit. Yeah. What's your pops' name, it's if you don't mind crazy. putting him No, up. no, Luis Felipe Cisneros. Okay. And his yeah. band was Los Hooligans? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you could, uh, they had That's big dope, hits. man. Agujetas de color de rosa, despeinada, uh, different things. Like that. You guys can check them out on YouTube. So would you say that's a, like one of your bigger influences, like you getting into music? Not at all, not at all. So no. it wasn't even pushed. Like your dad didn't even push you. Like you, like my dad would sit me down at the kit. Like 
yeah, it was one of those things where my mom was like, yeah, you got to, you know, because my dad was traveling back and forth to Mexico. Mm. So my mom, when he would come, be like, you got to spend some time with your son, you know. So he'd sit me down and we'd do like paradiddles. And I absolutely hated it, you know? <laughs> it was just, yeah. Like you just wanted to be a kid. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. You, you know, I, I was interested. It looked cool, but when you get down to paradiddles, it's just like, dude, where are we going with this, you yeah. know? <laughs> when you Still to this day. Yeah. Uh, you know, like all, the, all like the drummers that I admire, uh, uh, Tim Newton, uh, Nolan Clark, those guys all have those down from like, you know, drumline or whatever they, they're past, you know, the churches. And uh, that's some of the stuff I'm kind of lacking, you know? But uh, st- I I still want to get back into that kind of rudiment, you know. Well, shit, I mean, you're stuff. fucking going on tour as a drummer, so you obviously have something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in my blood. My grandpa on my mom's side. My mom's white. My dad's Mexican, and uh, it was like two too. complete different worlds, man. It was hilarious growing up. <laughs> you got, like a Christian church and then a Catholic church and then Christmases people are drinking in the Mexican side and then, you know we're reading you, you know Christmas scriptures from the Bible on the right side you know so that, so I mean it, it was it, I, I moved to Mexico City in Acapulco when I was younger and that was like a culture shock but my grandpa when I'd come back my grandpa was always playing jazz and I think he sat in for like Lou Rawls a couple times oh nice oh, shit. he was a Love jazz real, he, he was an incredible drummer. My dad, I mean, not not to bag on my dad, but, you know, they, they were playing pretty basic beats then. Yeah. He would admit that, you know. He's uh, the drummer? or No, guitarist. My, my dad is a drummer. My Theo was the guitarist. Oh, okay, and, okay. And, hmm. and uh, they, yeah, they Spanish I guess I'm kind of going off on oh, tangents. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Humberto Cisneros is his name. Uh, but, yeah, he, he he was playing some, like, rare tellies, you know, I'm pretty sure custom made by Fender then. Is, uh, is he your uncle still around? No, he actually passed away a couple years ago. Huh. Yeah. Hey, it's all good. So, when did you want to pursue music? Like when I met these guys. So uh, it just became because of your friends. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Timmy wasn't really my friend, man. He wouldn't talk much. Still (laughs) not. Still (laughs) not. He's still. He's still not my friend. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta get him liquored up. Yeah. Yeah. I've got. I got a new campaign for 2016. It's called Free Timmy. Oh, Timmy! Timmy! Now I'm gonna yeah. not gonna <laughs> talk <laughs> even more. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm never gonna say. Wait, so like these were just your homies? Yeah. They were starting a band, yeah. and you're like, "Hey, man, we need a keyboard. Keyboardist, right? Yeah. He, He's like, "AK, we need a keyboardist. Yeah, Get over, down." Come, we like jam out in my house, and then you come like yeah. you know mess around, and learn, yeah. and show him some stuff, and then we would jam. You know, like we play songs that we like, right, songs, right, right, right. We kind of like started. Developing our own stuff. Like, literally, I'd be working all day. I'd get home at 3.30. I worked in Paradise Hills, like, just pretty close. And these guys are already waiting in front of my house drinking beers Mm. and kicking it, smoking or whatever. And I'm, like, coming up. I'm, like, all right, let's go. So we literally from, like, 4 o'clock to, like, 11.30 at night. So would you say you like you night. wanted to be in a band first? Yeah, you two before AK and AK. You were just like, I, yeah, well, I was. Actually, actually, it wasn't actually, much. Bro. It wasn't many practices before. Now AK's like, the only one. We're just jamming. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we're jamming. <laughs> like we jam maybe like three times before AK came. Practice. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I was. Would, I was you making, just come around like I'm just gonna hang out with the crew. I, yeah, well, I was making. Much. I was yeah. making beats. Uh, I my brother's yeah. homeboy like, I don't know, saw something in me, whatever. And I got a. Do- you remember those Doctor Grooves? Yeah, yeah the drum machine. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I still yeah. have it, man. I got to mm-hmm. get it framed. But uh, I used to make beats on that. But I didn't realize that the buttons were so far apart from each other, but they were the pattern of a keyboard. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. And I didn't notice that until I was a little bit older. I'm like, oh, oh you know, uh, I get I, this. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I've been doing this ca- forever. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I was making beats and and I I, I was just big big on rap, you know. I, I can't really call it hip hop because my brother was listening to Ice Cube and Boom. you know Tupac and you know ICP. <laughs> definitely whoa, not. Definitely whoa, not, buddy. Yeah, Easy E, you know, Bone Thugs and Harmony, and all that stuff at the time. So I was big on rap. I was rapping, so I think I had a little bit of rhythm. A what? Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh, even like, even when I hear your like your reggae beats that you put out now, you can hear a really strong rap back like influence on it. Mm. Yeah, because they just have like that real harsh. Like, um, I think you you gave some beats to SRP for the new release, and I heard that shit. I was like, holy fuck, that shit! Yeah. And like, and the songs that I like the most on the last album are your beats. I come to find out, are your beats. Oh, nice, thank and you. And fuck it. They just have like a really hard element to it, and like just urban hard. Yeah, well, I I didn't realize till like it's weird. I kind of learned the whole history behind sound and where you know hip hop came from, kind of backwards, you know, because I was into rap and then I got into reggae. And Danny Dread was always like, "Oh man, hip hop came from reggae," you know. And I'd always be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Anyways, (laughs) Danny Dread, but he was right, you know. Story time again. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) but it's true. I mean, cool hurt. Came from Jamaica and we kind of brought oh, yeah, that whole man. MC. Yeah. Well, even like, the way it was engineered, vibe, you, know, you know, the and yep. heavy, heavy snare, the heavy yeah. kick, and the low bass. You know, uh, it's they, inevitable. They that, it, he you know. just got the funk from like New York, you know, the mm-hmm. the funk beats and yeah. the old soul beats, and just, oh, we can use. Yeah, these I mean, hip hop is, is a it's a sample based yeah. genre. Yeah, yep. so they, they take it from reggae, rock, jazz, old jazz, jazz whatever, music, you yeah. know, yeah, like Q Tip. That guy's a record hunter, and like. I he love has that. so much him, stuff. Yeah. I, I end up hearing records I, where he sampled. I'm like, right. Well, that's, oh, a that's sick, where it that's came just from. That's a dope song, you know, by that's itself. Where that but came it, from. Yeah. He just he twisted it up in a whole other way and mm-hmm. makes another song out of it. You know, it's just like what people have been doing for thousands of years, pretty yeah. much. You know, yeah. hearing some beat one way and then they're hearing it another way in their head. And you know, like yeah. James Every- Brown, for instance, that guy, he never really played an instrument, but he'd tell. Everyone had to do what, what he wanted yeah, yeah. when he heard yeah. his head, you know. Like and the drums, the drums were yeah. so huge. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's the yeah. driver, yeah. you know, he's for like, any like, music. Fuck you know, driver. He's like, fucking, do it like this, and fucking the drummer's like, what the fuck are you talking about? So let's roll about? it back. <laughs> uh, Roots Covenant, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Playing, you know, uh, local Southside, par- Yeah, playing local parties, local parties and stuff, and you know. So when did you guys start becoming like, okay, now we're going to play a stage for venues? Caribe. What, Caribe, what year did uh, you guys first start again? Um, 2001. So 2001, you guys are jamming. jamming at the house. Yeah, house about a parties. year into it, then we're like, all right, we're playing a lot of parties. And we we, we kind of were like, all right, we got to practice. Well, we played the scene, right? Wasn't that our first Um, That was a little stage? later. That was probably like uh, 03, yeah. 04 maybe. I remember I, I dropped my stick, at like, or I chucked my stick in like mid-roll. Danny Dredd, hit Danny Dredd's back. Like, nice. <laughs> that was the beginning of the end. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember that because I was like so embarrassed. So I was like, man, first <laughs> show playing. The, oh, that was the first show I was playing drums. That's, yeah, that's why. why. You were playing keys okay. for a long time. But yeah, yeah. yeah with later Club on. Caribe, there was a little scene. Uh, this guy, that uh, Emmanuel Gonzalez, right? Yeah. Uh, he did uh, Organica music yeah, and he took a and chance up. on us. So right. that was your very first, like, like that was I want to say, how, how'd you guys plug into that guy? Like, from uh, the house party from, scene? Like, uh, stranger was, guys. Yeah, he was, like, okay. uh, stranger he was band. from here, but he was living in Long Beach, and then he became, we were really friends, good friends with Stranger, like, uh, one of the first parties they, they ever played, the you know, my homies, I, like, kind of helped through the party, and uh, with the guitar player at the time, and then the singer, you know, just, like, a three-piece band, no no drummer, mm. and um, yeah. Arthur and everybody, yeah. like, and... 
Steely. I call him, hey, dude, we used to go to the park, you know, and sit and like sing songs together and just, he was like, I'd, I, I'd try and like, uh, uh, ar- arrange like rides with Danny Dread to go see Stranger, you know, and then yeah. we'd be like, "Oh, dude, this is sick." Yeah, because they're and then once they got a, their drummer Nolan at the time, like they were just playing high school parties when I was a senior, and I'm like, mm. so I got their first party going, and then after that they got the drummer, and it was just like, hey, took but, off. but w- sorry to break your tangent, but what was our first gig? I mean, he's our asking first what gig our first was gig like was. Uh, just a house party, like at Bonita or Chula was Lista, it? Yeah. Our first gig was that um, one where the fight broke out, where yeah, Duran got no PH. He was in Paradise. PH. <laughs> Well, tell yeah. us about that. Yeah. Oh, right, no. your first gig in front of people, yeah. first, like yeah. outside of the, yeah. the shed and the yeah. garage. Yeah. And the well, I days. remember a gig when it, it was, was just you, that. me, and Mike. Oh, that like, was New Year's, I think. AK. That was New Year's. AK and you guys hopped out the keys. No, for a no, bit. no, no. He didn't <laughs> no. play at all. These guys told we me so that I wasn't terrible, ready. Dude, it was, they told me I wasn't ready, crazy. and I'd been rehearsing all week. I remember. So you guys are practicing for this first gig. Hey, but that. Made him work harder and look where he's at today. He's making creative. Going to Taiwan, yeah, kicking mics out of people's hands. All <laughs> it's all I want to hear that turning point. I want to hear. <laughs> so, so the first gig that Roots Covenant ever. I had. think it was like that because we were just practicing. We, we didn't even want to do it, but he's like Rancho uh, my drummer at the time, Mike, uh, our friend. Uh, he didn't want to bring his drums on. Fuck that. I'm not bringing my drums. Because? What was the reasoning behind that? He just didn't want to bring his drums Yeah, lazy man. Fuck that. He was sick of his drums. He had his dad's Yamaha set, which he still owns. He brought this like a nicer set. I'll play if he brings the drums. And then he brought the drums. He was playing like a three-piece, me, Tim, and him. And... um. We um That's probably around 2000. Now, prior to that, was he always on the keyboard? Um, yeah, I had done some rehearsals. I, mean, I was playing like, a little bit. like this. Mm. Kind of hilarious. His dad had the drum set at the house, and he used to. Yeah, Mike was like, "Hey, bro, can, we, can I borrow your uh, drum your set. drum set?" And I, I think they were like, "Yeah, you could jump on some tunes." And then we got there. I brought the drum set. He's like, "All right, cool, thanks." Sets it all up. And then I'm like, "All right, I'm ready." I know to when play. the cops came. <laughs> <Did> you <forget laughs> yeah. the cops. And they're come. like, "You're not ready." Yeah, huh. I was like, "You just got my drum set." Wait, wait. So the first gig, you, <laughs> AK, you didn't play? No, no they, they had. Uh, t- I, yeah, me, Tim, and Tim. We had two gigs before then. Two gigs. Two gigs. We had two gigs before then. The second one, a fucking crazy ass fight broke out. Beer bottles. Yeah, keyboard mid roots covering. Mid roots covering. So you guys didn't finish or anything? No, we kept playing. Yeah, I tried to kill We finished our song and then we were done. But then, like, they started rattling and rolling over the drums and shit. And then it was pretty. It was like a. Like a cage match or something, you know? So the <laughs> first, oh, yeah, like and we didn't even have a name then, though. Yeah. The first gig he played, the name. Um, yeah. yeah and everyone's, but everyone okay. started calling us Roots Cover Band. So, <laughs> 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 the Roots Covenant. We're Roots Covenant. Uh, Roots Cover Band. Yeah. Oh, you guys are sick, Roots Cover Band. Like, right, so like, y'all, y'all. because <laughs> we were playing covers, too, so I can kind of see. So y'all came from the house original. party scene, so yeah. when y'all, like, house actually hit, hit a stage, like a venue I, stage. I want to... I think I want to say it was I'm probably I'm sure we had Kribe. some real random. Oh, it was Kribe. Kribe. Sure. Kribe, yeah. It was, because uh, we we were like, um, playing a lot no, of house parties. No, 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 I got it. Ranking Rios was involved. Oh. Didn't he? Wait. Wait, wait when did this Oh, all... my brother got us a gig at the fifth quarter in downtown. No, that was, no, that was way after. Was that that was Yanni yeah, was already was playing like, drums. Oh, he was. That's when Yanni drums. quit. He was like, oh. Yeah. That's oh, I don't want to be. Yanni was a drummer, right? Yeah, I can't. I can, oh, honestly, I don't think we know. It, it was probably <laughs> something like, like what was that hall on Third Avenue with like? Oh, up just Java. That's where it was. Right? We opened up for Stranger. 
right? Okay. Like well, that. maybe. Uh, something. Some, right. so, right, so pretend people. that was your first gig, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right? <laughs> <laughs> we'll just, say let's just, just pretend we'll just say that's drama. the first gig and shit, man. <laughs> Prior to that, were you guys out there just to make music or to make music to be out and play out? And, yeah, we you know, wanted to play out. You, you know, know make it to the public and make get, records and, yeah. and things of that nah, nature. No, we were just saying, it was organic, dude, to make music, get the reggae vibe out there. Trying to get laid. We didn't want to go out and suck. Our friends were stranger and they were really good, you know, like so... We're like, dude, we gotta practice. So, so Stranger came out on the scene before Roots. Yeah, because that was like yeah. a and that was like your homies. Yeah, and so we used to hit them up. Me and my friends used to throw parties all the time, and we'd always call them, and they used to rage like the parties. Mm. That's how they kind of got popular. Yeah, and then Club Caribe came around. That was when we were already kind of playing a while, you know, and they were already established like a two, two and a half years, three years already, because they started like in. There was back in the day. There was a lot of bands hating on each other. You know, I remember there was, that. There, there was, was like a lot of competition, like Brethren and Stranger and Roots Covenant. And there was a few other ones, but there was like this weird animosity towards yeah. everybody. Like you're trying to come up, uh, you're trying mm. to come but up. But would you know? guys play with each other? Still? Yeah. We would, yeah, we, we would. would. Then wow. just talk shit behind each other's backs. <laughs> 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 guys Tim, mostly Tim, right? Yeah. Mostly yeah. Tim. Yeah. He was the loud yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I hate that. No, no, no. but Brethren's Brethren. Bredrin had already been on the scene. Like then Stranger yeah, came Bredrin, up, and they yeah. just like Stranger took over. Really yeah. created the buzz yeah. in that area. Style too, it really though. helped you know, us out, dude, for stuff guy. like that. Stranger. And what was sick about Stranger is they they invited us to you know play with them places. Mm. Yep, yeah. they, they always played, like, so always Third were. Avenue Chulista spot called yeah. Just Java. I used to do like all age shows there, and then um no, those guys really set yeah. us up. And we played parties with them too. We did house parties with them, and then. Eventually, this club Caribe, I think, came around like 04, 03, and then it was 18 and over. It was on Thursday night. You know, they used to charge $7 cover, but people used to go. They used to get packed. I was still like nice. 17 or 16. You were yeah, underage, I think. I was drinking. Seven, yeah. I was, yeah. Yeah. I was, drinking. I was like uh, 18. There's some weird things going on there for sure. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, let, let, I think like officially Club Caribe was, was one like of the our, places where our jump off. Then we and then we backed Tipoli. That was our first backing Tipoli. gig. Tipoli yeah. and, and Andrew Wright. Andrew Wright. You guys back to Sister Nancy? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Or is this Sister Carol? One of the two. Uh, so when did you guys Nancy. really start getting serious about it and start like record, like when talking the, about recording Well, a we were recording in the garage, and that's kind of how we got Well, Ole, better. Earthquake Ole. Sound. Yeah, yeah, I met my friend Ole um, through Yanni. He's like, yeah, you gotta go to homie Ole's house. Is that... Uh, is that Rankin Rios' cousin. Big time Rankin. Yeah, yeah. so... Is that, is that the Steve I thing? No, oh, this is later. That's my friend Greg. He used to watch us and go to house parties and watch us play. Yeah, he's like, like a year. He's like in between me, age of me and Adrian, so he's like a year younger than me. And um, he was just into reggae too. But he used to come. Him and his friends, like Luis, they they eventually started a band called Dub Shack. But they used to go watch us at parties, playing all the time and Stranger. And yep. they looked up to us a little bit, you know. Mm. And uh, but eventually, I mean, really, the club Creepit is where we kind of got <clears throat> the ball rolling. With Stranger, we, mm, we yeah. were playing there monthly. You so know? it's like, like, like where you guys cut your teeth at? Like yeah, started, I want to say we played there for yeah, like a good yeah. two like, years as straight. As far as like citywide? Like yeah, yeah, well, we had, a, we had a lead singer, Ranka Rios. Uh, there was these tapes floating around, like swap meet tapes, mixes of yeah. Roots. And Dude, he I thought he somewhere. was, yeah. I thought he, he was, thought he was a Ross. We thought he yeah, was Jamaican. Like, and then he opened up the garage, and it was a short Mexican guy. And we were just like, all of us just real starstruck. Like We looked at each other like, who's that guy? When, when's the, the guy, guy ranking reels coming in, you know? Yeah. And then he grabbed the mic and it was like mind blowing. So literally, yeah. he Tone came. We got a song that we already been working on for a long time, and he came and just like straight freestyled it, and like mm. one away. We recorded mm. in my garage and it actually right. came out pretty good. We had like a high garage, kind of like this. Right. And, um, I had to set up all the mics. I had a nice old board and uh, 
we mucked everything. We're just not knowing really what we're doing. I kind of had an idea, you know, as my dad kind of showed me, and we we just had a couple of room mics and the, the main mics, a couple on the drums and kicks, and yeah. it sounded pretty good. And those CDs we kind of put out, just like dubs. And yeah, a lot of people have those CDs. And um, I kind of went around. Everyone was burning them out to each other. Nice man. Kind of get, get the buzz going for so us. So it was just the organics, grassroots, yeah, like following pretty much. From and that. then yeah, that's good. From we went to Crebay yeah. with Stranger a lot, and we. Do month like week there's weekly shows there they're bring different bands you know mm. like uh I remember high tide used to play there just different bands at the time sidecar yeah and then uh just different bands got established guys that have been playing for years and right then, you know well and then, finally then they bring in jamaican artists there too and it got big finally 2007 came around and we were uh we met the guy greg worth uh he was interning at steve vice studio and he said dude he's gonna be in puerto rico for like a month I'm down to uh, have you guys over, and we'll work something out. And then we just went and recorded as much as we could, whatever we had. And me and Dan were starting to sing at the time, so I mean, we'd been singing a little bit before that. And and then we just, you know, 2007 was our last album. And you went to Puerto Rico? No, no, no. Steve I went. Steve I is a studio. Yeah, Steve I is a guitar yeah, player okay. from White Snake. He's like the world's best yeah. guitar player. Yeah, he's he's a fucking and, definitely. And our buddy like player. dropped a good gig, and uh, he was doing like interning sound, and he knew how to run the board, so he just you know we went in there yeah. and did it, and we got a lot of recognition from it. And at nice. the time, we were touring with Johnny Clark too. We had just started Sammy to do like Dredd, yeah. Sammy Dread. Uh, how did Johnny you ho- how did you link up with those guys? Ross Charles from Earth Culture. Uh, I don't know how we linked with Ross think, Charles. Uh, Emmanuel, think yeah. Emmanuel yeah, maybe yeah, or Paulina. Somebody did something. No, that was be- before Paulina. So- something. So. Um, but yeah, Ross Charles put us up. And it's like a oh five, really oh six, and that's yeah. when we started recording the album. And then mm. we'd go like one <laughs> month, and we have to wait until he went out of town again because then we don't want to pay thousands of dollars to record at the yeah, mothership. Right. So. so at that point when you guys were in big studio, you know, tracking vocals, big studio, making connections, were you guys... Prior to that, were you guys like, we have to make, not have to, but like, you no, know, we, we, we want to make this like a yeah. career, you know, yeah, like yeah. we want to pursue this as, yeah, this yeah. Well, by, by that time, I had been uh, already kind of getting into sound engineering and I had mm. Pro Tools for a little bit. We'd mess around. It just wasn't up to par. My engineering wasn't, I didn't have the right mics and we were using handhelds. Now, prior to that, was it was it still just like, we're just going to make music and play yeah. shows out? Yeah, yeah. We it wasn't really like, oh, we're going to do it, do it. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, we were slowly stacking money in our band fund, mm. buying like percussion stuff mm. from when we did record and, you know, sometimes we break each other twenty bucks, thirty mm. bucks. Buy you know, we'd buy beer after the end of our gig right. and just things like enough, that. But we were making more better money back then than nowadays. <laughs> man. Like, not really, was, but uh, we were getting some good gigs. You know, after a while, it was it was time. it more for the fun of it though? Yeah, even like yeah, I mean, I'm sure it is now. Yeah, but I'm saying, but you know, we're a little older, yeah. so we, you know, we gotta yeah, yeah, we gotta yeah. show out oh, of nowadays. Course. Yeah, of course, I mean, it's surprise. I mean, with inflation and everything now, but I mean. We were making out some okay money, and we would save it, put it aside, and then mm. everyone would break off a little bit, you know, because everyone's... So this is, you said, around 2007? 2007. Well, is we were, yeah, 2005 okay. and like, six, we were like... Recording. It took us like two years to Working. save up and okay. get money, and then we finally, you know, we had enough gigs to, you know, actually print the album, and then, yeah, we, we had a lot of help from Chai Hom, uh, uh, Jessica Spencer, these people that were helping us out at the time and Greg Worth uh, Greg Worth so we had these like three people that were like really helped us get the graphic design oh uh, bots Greg yeah, Laguna yeah. so, so we had a lot of help man so give thanks for all it's those all our like friends it. pretty mm-hmm. much you know we all kind of came together and they were helping us out and we're, it, when it weren't for them probably we wouldn't have 
ever got out. So then when out. it dropped in 07, man, how was the, the reception? Uh, it was it, pretty it, good. You it, know it, I mean, It was good. It, it, it was good. Uh, we I had got a, a CD release was at Kane's. Uh, we had one at World Beat, like an all age. Mm. And then after that, we that was actually the later one. But we had our initial one. We were uh, opening up. Well, we backed Sammy Dread, And uh, I want to say even Revolution opened up for us back then at mm, Kane's yeah. in Mission Beach. And, uh yeah, like I, CD I remember that story. Right. Yeah. Revolution showed up with their tour bus with their uh, like party bus full of people. They came and opened up for us. You know, played. They were pretty, you know, me and Dan were like, "Oh, they were pretty good, you know." And then uh our big CD release, we're like, "Man, there's tons of people." And then burr, burr, they all got in the tour bus and Aww. took off and it was like our parents. And then the bass player, <laughs> <laughs> the bass player Marlon time met him. He was like, "Oh, he's really cool." I was like, "Hey, you can use my fat rig." I'm all sick. And he's like, when are you playing? I'm like, I'm playing all night. And he's like, oh, I got to go. I got to oh, bounce, baby. I got to bounce. Man. You got to use your little MPEG. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So thanks, Revolution. Yeah. So, so. Um, you guys owe us one now. So um, <laughs> at one point. Oh, you out? Yeah. See you, Timmy Drake. Timmy Vibes. Hey, Timbo. Later. Bye, Timmy. Love you. Talk some shit about some Tim. Uh, no, <laughs> so like, um, when did uh, cause there was a time when Ian was in the band, right? Ian Young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely he, Ian Young. He, he when was, did he join up in that? Hey, it was two thousand five. I want to say two thousand six. We had T Lamb from was a guitarist for Stranger too, and him. They would come play with us and help us out because sometimes we'd be shorthanded a lot mm. with different musicians. You know, some guys have came and then gone. You know, and uh, our virgin King Mondo. You know, he kind of became more family man. We had kids. He had to kind of. Yeah, cut it back a little bit, but uh, he used to be like original Bredrin bass player, and he played guitar with us. And then when when I, I play bass when he sing, and then he play bass when I'd sing. So, so what we really want to know is when did you guys start hating each other? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> almost instantly. Dude, we we man, as soon as business kicked in, uh, it was like real frustrating. It was very frustrating for me and Dan because. We were doing tons of work, and you know we weren't getting the response that we wanted, and we were taking out money from, uh, you know, after we had dropped our CD, we were making decent money. It was collecting in the royalties, and uh, we would have to spend it on tour because our guys needed, you know, it was, it was just weird. Like, not Timmy. Timmy kind of pr- bailed shortly after. Yeah, he the went to school. He went to Oxnard. It was going to yeah. He went he to went Oxnard. O- he moved yeah. to Oxnard, and so it was just me and Dan, and we kind of Timmy was, you know, like. You know, when you have your foundation and things start to change, things start to get a little weird. And, right. And it, I, I honestly want to say it was it was hard on me and Danny Dredd for the the rest of the time. You know, yeah. you know, until like I, I don't know what was it four years ago, three years ago when you stopped playing with us. And like I, in 2010. I, I was drinking yeah. a lot, and I'd said things to him that I shouldn't have said. You know, and and the business like. You know, we're trying to get like a tour going, and it's just a tour for a band nowadays is absolutely impossible. You know, mm-hmm. it's impossible. It, it, it is impossible. Yeah. For real, You've you got to save man. up money, and you got to pay for it yourself. And uh, to God, you sell merch. You so, know? <laughs> so big up to anybody that's touring right now yeah. and living that life. I don't want to live that life, and I never will again. You know, I did it with Stranger, and I did it with Roots Covenant for a while. It was fun while you're young, but yeah, once you get, I just older. turned thirty, man. And it's yeah. just like. Yeah, it's hard, man. Yeah, you made it. You made it. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's hard on the body, and like, cause uh, Real hard on the body. Definitely. Me and Daniel will do these, like, you know, we'll do one or two, one or two, yeah. like, do weekend things, which works. But like, fuck, by the end of it, you're just like, you start feeling sick, yeah. you're tired. Oh, yeah. 
fucking your ass just sleeps wherever your fucking ass sits. So like, sometimes you, I learned that a long time ago. <laughs> like fucking, you that's, gotta, man. that's that's like a rule of the road. You you shit when you can, you shower when you can, you yeah. sleep when you can. Yeah, you know? get it Eat in when you can. Got it. I can never. I, I, you see I, a platter? Yeah, you, you, you take it to the van. Oh, well, I always have those <laughs> oh, yeah. like, snacks. And okay, shit. so you guys <laughs> dropped CD two thousand seven. You guys said right, yeah, yeah. and then you were talking about what there was a breakup between Roots Coven. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there's never well, a breakup well, between me really and Danny. It was Dredd, only you know? me and him, and then hiring so guns. Hiring you know, and then you hire guns. You, oh, okay, you okay. You gotta pay them, you know. And, right. Yeah, so you guys were still playing out. Like some like guys you're, you're were the oh, Roots yeah. Coven yeah. in music, but you, yeah. you guys were, you know, taking on other yeah. instrument yeah, players. Yeah, hard. Things of that some guys would be like on board, and then, then like not, they're like flick out, you know. And right, right, right. Sounds real familiar. Yeah, Timmy. No, yeah. <laughs> I'm just playing. No, it's a, but, um, like, no with SRP. But no, SRP is actually starting to keep a solid foundation. Yeah, right now. Well, it's getting better. There was yeah. a few things happening. Like, uh, it's like the guys wanted to be in the band, but they didn't when it <laughs> came down to like business or like taking any kind of sacrifice, you know. Yeah. Mm, and yeah. that would absolutely drive me and Dan up the up the wall, you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and no disrespect. I mean, we've already had our differences, you know. Uh, like. You know, we we were bringing in Luis and Ian, and you know they would want to do their songs and they would want to be fully part of it on stage, you know. And at the time, we were just like, we felt kind of held back because we had these other two guys kind of coming in and running our our show, but we didn't really have it together for it to be just our show, you right, know. So right. there's a lot of conflicting things going on. Like, mad respect to those guys because they would come in and run it, and we would sound great. You know, but me and Dan, on like the other hand, we're like, we're kind of getting ran out of our own band, mm, you know, yeah. and and it's kind of like frustrating. Me and him are saying things to each other. We uh, mostly me, you know. I was the one with the mouth, you know, especially <laughs> when I would drink, you know. You think that's just out of frustration? Out though? of out of frustration, you know. There's a lot of and, stuff and, building and up. We, it's, yeah. it's hard, you know. It's uh, yeah, it's really hard. We're working hard, you know. I'm like, I'm working full time, you know, and all these other guys are just chilling. They say they're on board, and you know, it's like they're doing what they can, you know. But then. Yeah. You know, they don't realize a lot of things you do until like you know you stop right, you stop right, doing right, them right, and then you're like, oh shit, you know, like, like you want everyone to be calling. on a ten level, right? Yeah, like yeah. you're on a ten, yeah. you're on a ten, yeah. and everyone's at a five. He's like, Whoa, yeah, I mean, exactly. I didn't understand. Well, some guys, guys were young, and then you know they didn't want to fully commit. They were like, right, want to have fun. Everybody then, had their know? side project, yeah, yeah. or something mm -hmm. else going on, you know. And it's like it was hard to find guys that were like. uh Ready to just do it. And, what what you know. I mean, what me and Dan always wanted was to like provide a, a a platform for other artists that could sing and play with us because we always admired groups like Reggae yeah. Regulars or you know Israel Vibrations. You know, well, like, yeah, Matumbi where there's more than one vocalist and it just it looks good on stage right, and, and yeah. it sounds good. You got everybody. You know, we all learned how to harmonize right. and it just kind of locked in. You know, so I like the idea of it, but then we're kind of like. Okay, we've got Ian doing five songs and Danny Dredd doing two. What's going on? You know what I mean? Or Luis is, you know, Luis wants to do some tunes, but it's like all week long me and Dan have been like tugging and pulling it, trying to make the logistics work. And after the show, people got their hands out, horn section, guys that you're not that, you know, you just were kind of there at the time, you know, just playing another gig. Right. Where you so, like, like y'all should have just played for the love too. I mean, because oh, yeah, I'm not that, getting that, paid, and yeah, you're not yeah, getting paid that yeah. much. Like we're just playing for, yeah, for music. That's what we wanted yeah. to do, just like right. play good music, you know? Right, like provide yeah. you a good venue to yeah. play at, and yeah, play exactly. in front of people, oh, yeah. and then let's have a good time. Yeah, I get together. more joy yeah. out of people enjoying it and they right, to me right. I think, you know, and I really appreciate when someone tells right. me like, 
oh, you did a good job or whatever. I was sick. And I'm like, oh, I appreciate that. Yeah. Nobody has to tell you anything. Right. You know what I mean? That's why some guys are, you know, they like say they think they're entitled. You know, no one's entitled to shit. I think people thought that we were more established than we really were. You know what I mean? Because we were playing big shows. We're playing fourth and B with Johnny Clark, you know, not knowing that we were all making seventy five dollars for playing four and a half hours straight. You know, backing Sammy Dread Heptones and, you know, and and. And of course, me and Dan would always take the hits. So I mean, just after years and years of taking hits, and and not really feeling like, dude, what happened to the love? And where is the creativity? Right, 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 we, right. we got the same set for so long, you know. And then we just it, it it was really rough. And and not that me and Dan are never gonna make music again. I mean, me and him, I got him yeah. set up with this, you know, or yeah. Greg got him set up, and I, you know, I helped influence him on some of the things he purchased. But he's got Pro Tools at the pad now. I've got a nice running. Pro Tools set up, so we're just uh, new age sharing files is incredible. So now did the Roots Covenant did y'all ever take like a break? Like y'all didn't do anything yeah, under so that like name after for 2010, a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. What, kinda, what happened yeah. with the name? Because uh, you kind of continued the band. Right? Yeah, I mean, I was kind of throwing a fit because I, I, I have a real deep connection with that name, you know. And right. I, Danny, Danny Dre was just like, you know, just go and do something else. And I was just like, dude, I don't want to, you know. <laughs> I'm not the one quitting, you know. But but it, it, it would have been fair because, you know, and now I just came out with an album and I'm still talking with the guys like, we should kind of retire the name maybe and come with something else. Mm. But, you know, shows pop up. Hey, we need Roots Covenant. And what right. am I going to say? Well, it's not Roots Covenant anymore, you know But they I mean? called you guys up as Roots Covenant, Yeah, right? and if we change the name, they're not going to pay us the amount of money, right. you know. So we have this history so, I mean, I kind of had to keep the name, you know. As much as I miss Timmy Dredd and Danny Dredd, I don't think it's over, you know what I mean? And mm. and that that just proved, you know, this last tour that, that it's not over, you know. I, we, we still love making music, and I would love to have all the guys back, and, and, you know, but it would have to be for the love of it. Like, you know, we're old now, right, <laughs> you know. Right, right, right. <laughs> if we make $5, fuck it, you know. Let's Who cares? Play. Let's just play, right. you know. But then it's going to go back to us hiring guns, paying them more, <laughs> and us taking 20 bucks and feeling like we're not getting paid the way we want to get paid. So, uh, Yeah, that's true, man. It's a but, vicious cycle, bro. Uh, so yeah. from when you guys dropped 2007, how long did you guys play from when the CD dropped to when it was oh, like kind of a hiatus? Nonstop. I mean, from that time, we were always playing. Like we play uh, as Roots Covenant, like yeah. as that oh, group. Yeah, and if some guys, they like sometimes Adrian, Luis, and Ian, like, they go do little working gigs. They have a little different name, you know. Mm. But yeah, um, sometimes we'd use Roots Covenant to make more money. Yeah. Now, would you say <laughs> that, that you like Roots Covenant would be more of like this? This is who is who is in the group. I mean, because it sounds like Roots Covenant. There, there's a lot of people that kind of yeah over you know, the years that, that uh, provided over the years. Me and him try to figure flag, out. We try man. to figure out how many. Uh, Band members, yeah. Are yeah like, how many members do you really? Have? We it's went in, through it. We went 40s. through it. Yeah, it's in the forties. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Wow. We're, th- we're trying but, over the right. time. So we, it's, be- it's and we're become counting more time, of a like we're just sitting together jamming in the beginning too. You yeah, know? I mean, uh, I don't want to sound like any of those guys weren't part of it. Like Luis Castillo, definitely, it was a big part to Roots Covenant and its sound and the growth. Ian Young was a huge part of the change of our sound for the better. You know, so big up to you guys. I, I don't. I don't mean to sound. You know, it's, it was more based off the breakup between me and Danny Dredd doing mm. that. But, but uh, 
th- those guys they put their heart and soul into a lot of stuff, you know. So uh, big up to them, and uh, I don't want to. Did you guys have like a fallout? If you don't mind me asking, uh, a, everybody, yeah. like business were, fallout, or like you know, in a sense or of or another, just everyone wanted to go do like their own thing, kind of too, you know, and mm. go a different direction, yeah. you know. And I wasn't working at the time, and I was trying to get like any gig I could. Yeah. And uh, Danny Dredd didn't want to do that anymore. And just uh, get watered down in your town. You you won't. Yeah. You know, people won't stop going. They're like, oh, see them. People did stop. Oh, can I go pay to see them ten dollars at right. at uh, Blind Melons or go see them for free at the Blind the Melons? Week, Damn, yeah. weekly that's spot. Yeah, yeah. Right yeah. yeah. And um, we used to love those spots. Winston's Blind Melons we used to play mm-hmm. those. They used to be mm-hmm. the same owners at one time. And I mean, it's like. You play the weekly free reggae show every once in a while. I'll go see them at the free show. Right, right, you know, right. Whatever. I don't, why don't I gonna pay like a cover, you know, to go see them on a Friday? Because, but not to mention our genre isn't the richest group of people. No, it's not. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, 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 you yeah. know, it's like a, a lot of times I say it's a struggle with music. You know, a lot of people relate to it, you know, because we work yeah. hard, you know, and some of us, mm-hmm. a lot of us, were having a hard time just making ends meet a lot, Definitely. you know, and you know, a lot of people felt that. We, Interpreted through our music, you know, and definitely, you know, like struggling. I saw youth in the ghetto because you know I, I go down to Mexico a lot and see my cousins all the time down there, and you know they're living in like a like a dump, you know, like, literally <laughs> it's a, like a waste, like dump. a shanty. Oh. Yeah, Sorry, you, know, no yeah. <laughs> you know, I grew up playing dick. Is poor. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> oh. um, but you know what? They grew up like you know in this rough neighbors in Tijuana, and I go down there and I get really with the kids and play soccer, you know, and you you see things, you know, and right. big culture shock, you know. I grew up going there every week to go see my grandma, and you know it's a lot different. I, I never really like I took heed of like the they give thanks for everything I had over here. My parents yeah. worked for it, they work hard for it, you know. And real yeah. quick to re- recap on that though, uh, a lot of our hard work went other places. You know, we were just looking at a royalty thing the other day. And I went out with Stranger, uh, and I was in the in the truck with one of the guys, and bam, one of our songs from the 2007 album came on the radio. Mm. You know, and then there's some guys out there from Ukla the Mock uh, that we became friends with. They had a lot of respect for Roots Covenant, some of the things we did. And then one of the guys from Tetrack said, "I've been a bit. You know, I picked him up from the airport, Carlton Hines, He's written for Dennis Brown, Gregory oh, yeah. Isaacs, great songwriter. And he goes, he goes." Uh, I've been a big fan of Roots Covenant, and you know I'm just like, oh, this guy's kind of blowing smoke because I picked him up yeah. from the airport, and I'm about to spend a week with him in the van, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then, but then he dropped since the MySpace days, and then I was thinking maybe Danny Dredd sent a message to this guy. And oh, like, I talked to them. Yeah, so I did he, talk it was to Carlton. Yeah. So I was they like, wanted oh, to come Danny out, Dredd, you know, so years he, ago. But he knew about our he knew about our music, and it, yeah, it's yeah. just it's touching yeah, when you look back that. at all those years of <laughs> yeah. hard work and right. you know finally paying off. So, what were you gonna say? Well, no, I just wanted to bring us up to date because um, you you just you just had that C release party at the yeah. music box, right? You had it at the music box, or was it yes, kind of like it, this it whole was, tour? It, it was the whole run, like uh, Dub Club. They're very particular with who they have play there, so we got to play about uh, it was like five songs, four or five songs. Uh, we did some of the songs off our set, and uh, L.A. L.A. gets a lot of recognition. So I mean, like Sierra Nevada people, you know, or you just magazines and stuff. Like we get write-ups. It's the entertainment capital of the world, there. you know. It's like yeah. even, it was hard for us to, back in the day. We wanted to play L.A. We played some gigs, and it was like 
We get gigs up there, but it would be like dead and bad promotion. Weird. And then it's like almost yeah. like you gotta Bar. pay to play. So yeah. we just right. we would yep. just bypass LA a lot of times. We're yeah, just like, it's you know easier what? just to or go play on the outside Santa of Barbara. Anaheim or right. wherever. You and, know? But people appreciate it, I yeah. feel like more in those like smaller communities. Oh yeah. Like I in mean, Central Valley. Even when we, we go, go on the road there, sometimes, Mike, you know like, people are fucking like people are just so happy that I mean, you're there. They're yeah. just like, Oh, thank God they're humans. It's kinda saturated. When the music's good, you know, but that's where you build like a real legion of fans. You know, like real loyal fans. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, let's uh, let's listen to a song off of your new album, and uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> Most think that I'm blind They must not 
Hey gang, Mikey P here. I am going to do a quick interlude between songs. The song you just heard was called Smile With Your Eyes off of Roots Covenant's new album, uh, Divine Light, which you can pick up now on iTunes or you can also... Um, um, it's on Spotify. It's on all those distribution online things. I don't know if he has hard copies yet, but I think he does, actually. I think that's what he was selling at the live shows. Anyways, um, I also wanted to plug um, a show that's actually going to be coming out um, or going to be happening at the House of Blues this Saturday of the release of this podcast, um, which is Saturday, January 30th at the House of Blues San Diego um, Skanks Roots Project is going to be playing and we're also going to be backing up Janelle Phillips I don't know because there's some issues with tickets with her so I don't know if she's going to actually be playing but we'll see um, but Fayuka and Aloha Radio C Piracy Conspiracy and Crooked Coast are also set to uh, be playing that night so if you are in the San Diego area or close to us, come on down. It's a free show as long as you hit up one of the members of the band. Um, and I'll put a link to that event in the description area. Uh, also, this episode is brought to you by the OB Arts Collective. At the OB Arts Collective, we strive to make the arts accessible for all Um we are doing our Saturday morning enrichment program, which is every Saturday except for holidays, um, holiday weekends anyways, and that's from 9.30 to 12.30. It's only 7.50. It's three hours. Bring your kids um, and uh, anywhere from five to about teens um, and uh, go off and do your own thing. We also offer private lessons that's vocal lessons i offer piano and guitar lessons um and we are also running after school programs uh, pellet earth which is a um, accessible art program that reina runs and um, um and also glee club which is only at Maryland's. Uh, so Visit our site at com slash O-B-A-C, O-B-A-C, so that's R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E dot com slash O-B-A-C, O-B-A-C. Okay, anyways, now that the business is taken care of, let's jump to the next song we're going to play off the last album, or off of Roots Covenant's album, or EP, I can see the light. Again, go ahead and pick this album up or stream it on Spotify. Uh, it's called Divine Light by Roots Covenant. I hope you enjoy the song and I hope you enjoy the podcast. There's still much more coming up, um, including a performance by AK, which I'm sure is just going to follow shortly after this song. So, peace. Bishop, you want to say something? I'm here with Bishop, my son. You want to say something? Hurry up. This is Bishop, my son. <laughs> That's it. Okay, folks. Love and Bezos. <laughs> 
from the positive things in my life Cause from the first time I saw you Caleb's taking a pee-pee, but uh, AK, you want to do a song for us? Yeah, I don't mind. All right, cool. We're going to shoot over to AK real quick. He's going to do a little performance, um, and then we'll be right back. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is AK from Roots Covenant. I'm going to do a little tune called What You Do to Others. Here we go. The universe works in mysterious ways And to be a good person You know it pays, pays, pays Never look for rewards Or someone to validate Just find the best you That you would like to portray Cause what oh you to others will definitely happen to you so treat them as your sister and brother so you don't get yourself black and blue I have learned from others I learned from my own mistakes we are all blood, sister, and brother, our DNA relates Cause fake is fake, but real can kill negative hate And that's on my children's mills and my own fate Cause what oh you do to others Will definitely happen to you so 
Fucking uh, blind reggae artist tape. I'm like, what the fuck? Frankie Paul. Yeah, Frankie Paul. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, talking about my merch Fra- table. Fra- oh, my God. <laughs> we went to fucking. <laughs> you were trying to sell OC Tavern. We went up to fucking. We had a gig, SRP. He's like, I'm not playing for two fucking sets. I brought my own merch. It was fucking Daddy Dredd's fucking swap meet. Yeah, it was pretty sick. I had my cooler, all my stickers, and like, everyone thought I was bringing in beers and laughing. I'm like, no, it's my shit. No, for real. And you ended up making like 50 bucks. I found a couple old Roots Covenant CDs and some Yeah, the originals. And like some merch, like. Like stuff that people give us some Tim- on tour for free. I was that <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> he did. No one heard that. All right, uh, um, Timmy. But I like tapes I've bought on used record shops. Some of them were uh, sealed. They're brand yeah, new yeah, tapes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Of, uh, and the bands like yeah. mostly bought them. The other bands. I sold most. I made most of my money from the other bands. <laughs> nice man. <laughs> so, a digger, I think I'm the only like, one yeah, in our yeah, band yeah. that made money then. Yeah, I did. Ah, your face. I'm printing T-shirts next time I come up here. Oh yeah, I was like, I'm fucking. I'm coming with it next time. I'm selling Roots Covenant. Tapes too. Y'all yeah. want to buy some? Yeah, Dude, it's only gonna help us. It's only gonna help us. Yeah, right. So it's cool. It needs to go back to that, bro. Oh, oh yeah. God. Like, I was hyping it up. People were like tripping out to see tapes. Like, oh, I'm a shitty old car. I could play that. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Like, One dude's yeah. like, Dude, I got a tape player in my car. Yeah. Like, so there you go. And I had a little, little, Bump little, it. little cassette player with a speaker on it, like a little tape recorder. Yeah, and I was yeah, playing yeah. the tapes and shit. Like I had a mixtape in there. Nice like, man. So people like before the music came on, I was like, so everyone was like, oh, what's going on over here and shit. I'm like. Want to buy a tape? Well, I'm sorry, I got blank yeah. tapes too. Hell yeah. So I was like, <laughs> I was like you want to buy a blank tape? Shit. Yeah. Did you sell a blank tape? I did not. <laughs> Let's play games. Oh, games, games, games. Roots Covenant. Uh-huh. 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 Two original members. The last two standing. Everyone had to go home. Uh, it's okay. Timmy's yes. in the doghouse. The irony. <laughs> the irony. Yeah, again. Here we are. Yeah. Timmy Flakes. <laughs> um, and fuck it offbeat he that dude's fucking that dude's a hard he's about worker. to go uber right now for yeah, a couple he's, hours he's the uber dude. <laughs> that dude looks tired yeah we love you offbeat thank you for coming yeah, drop though. the mic thomas <laughs> jefferson <laughs> all right so we gonna uh, i guess uh end the show with the game so it's uh you you play games with us before i right? think i skipped out games? on you guys last time okay so I we watched just, it on tv this though. is called uh, how much it costs on craigslist oh, oh yeah so we put the craigslist up ad okay it's not like a price is right you can go over it's the closest guest one dollar. You can, uh, yeah, you can do that. You can do that. <laughs> but you can be uh you can go over the price. Okay. Uh and there's no losers. Okay. Uh, actually there's no winners, yeah, there's, there's only no losers. Oh, shit. So once you guess one, you're out of contention, which is very good because the last one remaining gotta wear this mask and it's been worn what this is like our fourteenth, oh, fifteenth show. It's like your twentieth. Maybe our twentieth show. Like Windex, no. We did well, Oh no no, the lady cat. We had a, a all girl one and yeah. so you, you did know, clean it. That, they, that was like five, six ones ago. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, that was a while ago, bro. Okay. It has definitely has nose green. So yeah. Explain the mask. It looks like uh, Jason Friday the 13th meets uh, This is uh, Mike's friend Joe. 
He used to um, try to crash here as a homeless man in our this studio. Oh, he's a squatter. At. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's one. He's a professional squatter. It's nothing to do with that we hate, but you know we don't have a lot of like for. <laughs> yeah, and, and okay. plus, different guy. He'll come over and just drink all your beers, and then he is yeah. the type of guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Say the night. Well, like like we used to practice and used to get on the gi- the gym bay just to, uh, you know just to play, and we're like, yo, can you stop playing can you that? Stop like, we don't, we don't want yeah, 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 yeah. We don't want you. put that awkward guy that wants to play on the couch. He was, uh, right. and he was like a really good friend of mine. And man, he went to prison, and like you know, yeah. sounds like a stand-up yeah. guy. Well, it was like it was like his friend, but we didn't know him, so he'd be at the <laughs> studio all the time. Yeah, I mean, he just kidnapped his kid and took him out to California. Oh, with that's me. it. That's FBI it. kicked down my neighbor's that's door. It. Yeah, you know, and then you bring what, him around us. Yeah, and but, around but all you know, our he equipment. was never like a thief. Yeah. He was always a good guy. Back in the day, he used to get me gigs, like really well-paying gigs. Back in Ohio, I'm from Ohio, um, and. Uh, he used to hook it up, and he used to be like a fucking employer of mine, kind of. And we were like really good friends, so I got to know his family, and like we were really close. But he went to prison, and then he came out of prison all fucking wonky, and then so I'm like, a little wonky. Go back to Ohio, yeah. <laughs> well, he went back to Michigan, and uh, I don't know. And now he's on a mask. He and don't even know. I don't think he even knows. No, well, he not. does now. If he listens <laughs> yeah. to your podcast, he doesn't listen. If he does, can I see that? Can you put that up for me and show the people? Fuck, yeah. fuck, fuck you, Joe. Joe Mask got the. Arizona uh, leather skin tan. That's, that's Leatherface. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, he was talking right. shit about us too, like after he left. Anyways, let's get to All the right, game. All right, so the mask is All a. Right. Oh, yeah. and also the side bet if you. Um, damn, how much do I got in my wallet? If you get it right, precise, right? Mm-hmm. Then you get whatever's in my wallet, which is only a couple bucks now. Last time I lost like 22 bucks. Fuck. <laughs> like $4, yo. Hey, so that's, that's a burrito. Yes, well, it is on the way home. Yeah, you get it spot on, you get it spot on. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. you get it. All right. But you only get one guess? Or one you guess. Get, uh, one guess. Okay. And you're out. But if you want to stay in contention, okay. then you can guess. You, you, you still can guess. guess. You oh, can guess for the money okay. even the after you guess The money's always in right. play. Okay. Yeah. So. I thought we were supposed to guess what was in your wallet originally. <laughs> you can do that, too. <laughs> How much too. is in my yeah. wallet? I'd be like, $4. $4. $5. All right. Here we go. Oh, this is. Look at this motherfucker. Speaking of Joe and his Dejimbe. Ceramic. Okay. Jumbe. 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 Okay. Jumbe. So we'll we'll call We're it out. Tired. Goblet hand drum. Ooh. This That's is tight, uh, a ceramic. How do you say this? Dombek. 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 It's a goblet hand drum. Middle Eastern drum from San Diego. Hmm. Um, and the body of the ad says, oh. "Made in Spain. Head measures eight inches wide and stands fifteen inches tall. In excellent condition. Oh, beautiful." And that's is it. Is that wood? It doesn't say. No, it, ceramic. It does oh, yeah. Oh, say. ceramic. Okay. Um, the picture is like, like look ceramic. a genie bottle it somewhere. What's huh? wood? But it's ceramic. Most of the time they're made out of ceramic because it okay. has like a really low. It says San Diego, base. but on the map it looks like it's somewhere in Ocean Beach off of Sunset Cliffs. It's San Diego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to say this guy probably stole this thing. I don't know. The background is looking like it kind of belongs in that place. Uh, So, Mike Mike Berg, you want to? I'm going to go ahead. I'll start. Okay, I forgot to do my chart here. Yeah. Fucking. Come on, Mark. Is that me? C is for Caleb. Bless you. Bless you. Thank you. Thank you. It's for Caleb. Okay. Um, <laughs> sorry, I love you, baby. No, get the fuck off me. Oh, uh, okay. Um, I'm gonna go two fifty. All right, Mike Berg with two fifty. Okay. I'm gonna go on a whim. Uh, he's pretty ballsy for putting this ad up. 
he did spend money on putting that up, right? Or is Craigslist no, free? Free. It's free. Oh, free. 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 I'm gonna say thirty six dollars. Ooh, ceramic nice odd number. Okay, yeah, going uh, twenty dollars. Danny Dread twenty. Yeah. Dude, you had that. Dude, you fired yeah, that. Yeah, in yeah. I thought yeah. of that yeah. one too. But I'm just gonna kind of split it. We'll we'll do a uh, seventy five dollars. I feel fucking yeah. like a chump now. Yeah, yeah. what's well, Craigslist, cabron? Jesus. Oh, you right. Actual price on Craigslist. Sixty dollars. Oh. oh. Wait. It's either cut. Which one's closer? Fifteen. He's no, fourteen dollars away. Right. It, no. No. You're closer. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Oh, okay. Away. You're closer. You got it. Yeah. yeah. Hey, let's get him out of here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Usually Caleb is. Uh, hey, that was wild. I wore this a lot of times. Okay. A lot of times. All right. Yeah. Lots. How many are there of these? Uh, well, I mean, not that many because there's only three. Well, until you're out. Okay. Yeah. Till till there's one remaining. So you're you're out of this now. Yeah. I'm out. Oh, it's just I'm out. Us yeah. Three. And I can't win my own money back. So. Okay. You're big. Yeah. God damn. So is the money still standing? Yeah. The money's still the pot. All right. All right. So the Next one is Mastiff Pressa Canero Puppies. Ooh. Ooh. Mastiffs so are not cheap. More than one. Yeah, it might uh, be more than one, but you're going to have to guess. So the is it for the male or the puppies. female? Are they all the same price? Uh, we'll see. It says uh, purebred Presso Canero Puppies. Six females and two males. It says right, male, but males. Argentina. Uh, go to nohopepets.com for more pictures. And they got a bunch of keywords like Christmas gifts oh, and all this that. shit. So basically, I don't know. If you're going for the litter or for the one, so that's going to have to be to your discretion. It seems like there's one. They have a shitload of them. They yeah, sell they're probably the pricing price, it yeah. per. Per? Okay, okay. Yeah. But that's up to you Per? Guys. Uh, I don't know. That the body. It would say the whole lot of them. So yeah. yeah. I'm yeah, getting like rid of the, all these fucking the body dogs. You have to come say, and get these. Give me your yeah. best offer. Oh, we'll go right side. Danny Dredd. We'll, we'll, we'll pick you first uh, here. These sons of bitches. They're not cheap dog if it's pure no. bread. Um, yeah. I want to say nice $2,000. 2000 mm, Danny Dredd. Yeah, got can I go back now? Nope. You right. Right. Okay, it's like, cool. like taking your hand I'll off the chest piece. Yeah, that's it. As soon as it comes out. AK? Uh, I'm going to say they are six fifty. Six fifty for AK. Mike that's Berg. A, that's a little bit more. I was going to say like I'm going to go with twelve hundred. Twelve hundred. All right. Yeah, I was going to say that. Then. Actual retail price. <laughs> Six hundred. Oh, AK oh, got it. No, he's over. Yeah, no, no, over. but you can go over. You can yeah, go yeah, over. Yeah. Who's ever closest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was gonna say six hundred. Damn, damn. could have been five dollars richer there, my friend. Oh my god. So we got the head-to-head, Danny Dread oh, and Mike Bird. I'm wearing the bag. I'm wearing the mask. Yeah, <laughs> I'm an expert at this. All right, so let's let's uh rock paper scissor. Who goes first and who gets to pick the next? I think we have like three ads okay. that we can pick from. I can do okay. that. So rock right. paper scissor. Who right. gets to go the first one or three? And picks the next. No, I know the way Danny Dread works. So you gotta have the same motions, bro. Same hey, motions. Don't have any like delayed this. reaction. Uh, <laughs> are we doing best of three? No, no, no we're gonna do <laughs> one off. We'll go one. We'll go one. We'll go one. Here we go, guy. Ready? All right, All right ready? it's one, two, three, shoot. Right? All right, yeah. Okay. One, one two, two, three, three. shoot. Oh. Tie. No. Was it late? All right, you just gotta delay yours too. <laughs> All right, stand up now. We gotta stand up. All right, just to let you guys know who's not looking at it, they tied on scissors. Okay. They were scissoring. 
Do over. One, two, three, shoot. Boom! Okay, so Mike, the bomb. Mike Bird, but you you go, you get to pick the ad, but you got to go first too on the guess. Oh. Yeah. What? Okay. There we go. So this is I, what the, I, I thought it was just who <laughs> got to pick the ad. No, and you go first. So you either got oh. snow chains, stainless steel handcrafted guitar art, or oh. a step van um, year two thousand. <laughs> Sweet. Let's go with the guitar. Let's go with the okay, band. <laughs> yeah, the guitar. That's Holy the guitar. You got deep description. Oh, okay. oh my God. So, Mike Berg, you guessed first here. I'm going to read it off. Uh, well, uh, the title says Stainless Steel Handcrafted Guitar. It's like shit. The body says, my friend made this piece a few years back. He gave it to me recently, but I don't know what to do with it. He said it was worth several hundred dollars. I didn't believe him at first until he explained to me how you actually price art nowadays and the process it took for him to make it. It took him roughly 30 hours to complete. He used about 20 pounds of steel to cut and shape it all. In parentheses, the guitar itself weighs 10.5 pounds. Also, he had to cut the stainless steel with a plasma cutter and then weld it together piece by piece. Considering all this, this is why this piece is worth what it is. My price is negotiable, but I took a lot of time researching and how to price art. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder, I guess. Thank you for your time, everyone, and have a wonderful holiday season. By the way, I am willing to accept trades and interested in mainly electronics. Thanks. His name is Nick. Can can I influence your guys' choice real quick? Uh, am I allowed to? Yes, no. yes, yes. And you can guess for the money, too. To me, he doesn't seem too excited about no. this piece. No, he doesn't. That That's just what that. I got, too. Are oh, you saying that. he just wants to get it off? Yeah, well, trade, yes. keyword, <laughs> electronics, uh, apparently, or whatever words he's using. He's not yeah, too I'm fond not, of I, it. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to go ahead and just shoot it out there, 150. 150 for Bird. Okay, the only advantage Danny Dredd has, be, uh, he knows uh, about how much these uh, metals are worth, Mr. Mm. Recycler. Mm. Yes, sir. <laughs> um. 10.5 <laughs> pounds of steel. Stainless steel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there it is. Uh, there it is already. So, uh, roughly, it's probably. I'm not, it's not my. All right, let me just guess it first, and then I'll tell you what the stainless steel is worth. And I can still shoot for the whole uh, shebang. Yes, oh, yes, yeah, yes. So never mind. I'm not gonna say anything. Uh, um, Damn. What, what is Mikey's? One fifty. One fifty. This guy seems like he's trying to get some Christmas money here, so he's probably going a little higher. I'm gonna say two twenty-five. Danny Dread, two twenty-five, aka, 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 for the money, money shot, one dollar. Now you got to get. Oh yeah, yeah. You want to go precise for the five dollars? Yeah, whoops. It's four. Two hundred bucks. Two hundred bucks. Ooh. Oh, what the difference? You got two twenty-five, Danny Dread. One fifty and one fifty. I was gonna say two fifteen, two dollars. I'm still going with one dollar. Actual retail price. Yakum! $600. $600. Who got the high one? Yeah. Oh! Danny Drizzle. Danny Drizzle. Drizzle. Looks like he's, really, he's really making a reach. 
<laughs> Mike Burry got to wear the mask yes. in your face all the time. You know what? I knew he's he's reaching. Yeah. See, I knew he's reaching. Okay, well, what Honestly, were you going to say? Steel is really gonna not st- worth that much. What were you going to say on the stainless steel price? It's probably it said 10 and a half pounds. Mm-hmm. It's probably worth like $5, maybe. Oh, the stainless damn. steel weight. But he did keep on saying art in the ad. Yeah, like, yeah. art. Trying, yeah. Because I know how much people sell art for. Like, train, 100 though. bucks for a painting, you know? Do you guys think he would ever sell this? Fuck, absolute fuck no. No, I don't yeah. think so either. Unless some rich fuck guy. He's like going to get shit. offered a, like a fucking old VCR. If he like put it on a yeah, wall yeah, yeah. under a VCR, light. VCR, he's got his old Disney collection. You yeah. know, he's like, shit. You're going to bend your glasses. Well, there he goes. All right, now Go blind with the stank. Well, we should do this have. at the beginning of the show, so then whoever has the mask has to wear the, whole word show. No, the whole show. If our guests end up having to wear it, no one's going to fucking do this. <laughs> they don't even want to stay for games, as you can see. Yeah, even without Damn the mask. Oh, that was fun. I liked it. All right, hold on. <laughs> All right, guys, let's smile. <laughs> I'm a fucking dick. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. All um, Good times. He's so buff. Anyway. <laughs> Um, is there anything you want to put like websites, your new album is out now? What is, yeah, what uh, the was it on? Like can you get it digitally? What, what hard the, copies? How do you get that? The Roots Covenant Divine Light album is on iTunes now. Uh Amazon uh it's on Spotify. It's on Spotify. I think it's on Spotify. Uh Google Play. Uh, and we, on our off our website, we're gonna get our merchandise on any any What's day the now. Website website is rootscovenant.com. Okay, rootscovenant.com. And yeah. you said simple. the album's title, the newest one's called Divine, right? Divine Light, yeah. Divine, Divine Light. Light. Yeah, right. yes, sir. So yeah, check them out. We're also on Facebook. Uh, we're, I think we're still on MySpace. <laughs> MySpace <laughs> slash Roots Covenant. <laughs> sure. you yep. guys on Instagrams or anything like that. Instagram Roots Covenant. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm on yeah. Instagram, Danny Dread Tornero. All right. And uh, Wasifer oh, at Twitter. Nice. How do you spell Wasifer? Yeah, we're on uh, Twitter, w- too. A- Thank you. There you go. I was explaining my plug, right. but you're big. Oh, go oh. ahead. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> no, it's all right. How dare you? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> I have a ringtone for that one. It's uh, Wasifer, W-A-S-S-I-F-E-R okay. at Twitter. So, and... Uh, Facebook, Danny Check Dre. you out in the merch yeah. booth. Yeah, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm coming to swap meet for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> actually, I think uh, Roots Covenant on Facebook is Roots Covenant Band. Okay, Roots Covenant Band. But spelled like how you're supposed to spell Roots and Covenant. Is yes. There, is yes. there any special guests on the album, or is it all just... Yeah, this EP, we, uh, you know, Ivan Garzon, uh, Chris Morris, um, you know, we kind of came together as Roots Covenant for... For the the time being, and and hopefully for the future, you know, uh, we'll get get some of the guys back, you know. Oh, yeah. All right. Danny Dre will bring a swap meet with him. I will. Yeah. Well, good times, <laughs> will. man. Yeah. Thank you guys for coming, man. Right, yeah, thank you for the times, man. man. Hell yeah. Well, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And uh, check out the album. Look check at you. out. Look at, the- you. <laughs> Look at you right now. Like I'm sorry. Yeah. Thank you, half for fucking hooking it up. As always, friends. Be nice to your fellow man. Hand jobs for everybody. Even the ladies. Even the lady boys. Danny Dread wants to make sure the lady boys get love too. Not before you.
Word. One of you guys. Is 